everybody, welcome to episode 129 of Vigi Game Apocalypse. I as oh, why is that funny? Because it's not an exciting number, but you it it like it was. One, almost every our, number is an exciting number. It is not true. When you're with the Vigi Game Apocalypse no, crew, Chris Antista, my co-host. Voice. I introduced you before introducing myself. Oh, I'm Michael Raparez. I'm the host of this this shirt here. Uh, <laughs> no, I believe I am the host of this thing. Everybody no, knows no, it. Secret no. host. You're the host of Secret all the host. other things. No? Okay. Except uh, for the thing that the other person is a host for. Um, because Dave is the host of what? Key Popcast. And you're the host, our special guest is the host of what? Uh, groundbreaking filmmaker David Lynch. Oh, come on. How are you're you? You're the host of Groundbreaking Filmmaker <laughs> David Lynch? Yep. It's a once, once a year podcast. <laughs> that's, uh, that's Dave Rudden and Brett Elston <laughs> joining us again after what I'm assuming is a thousand episode <laughs> absence. <laughs> I'm, I'm like a dog this way. I don't really register the passage of time. Yeah, I just yeah, notice yeah. there's a time when you're gone and I'm sad <laughs> and a time when you're here and I'm happy. <laughs> what so, are you listening to a podcast on an iPhone? Stupid. That's stupid. Shit. You know what the problem with VGA is? It needs to be more funny. Be more funny. So if you go back a thousand episodes, uh-huh. we go through all of this, all of other laser times, and all of Talk Radar. Uh, that only gets us to probably like five or six hundred, maybe, yep. maybe. We've gone full Nintendo. This is just a 16-bit remake of a podcast we've probably done before. <laughs> so then we have to find 500 times we spoke in a microphone uh-huh. and then go 500 instances of that Wow, back to probably the 80s. I think we've probably me singing along to the coming out of our shells tour. We can be here. (laughs) (laughs) That's ten years later. (laughs) I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. Uh, Reference this laser time. Thank you for coming on this very stupid show (laughs) to promote your much better show, VG Empire. Which you just oh thank you. It's a really good. One hundred episodes. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, this week uh, in one week, one hundred episodes. I mean, started on Sunday and uh, cranked them out. (laughs) Don't remember what they're about. You actually just finished before coming on here. Uh, that explains all the sweat. Yeah, it does. It does, actually. Uh, no, we started VG Empire back in 2011, uh, not long after 2011? Laser Time. God damn. I keep saying this, and every time. You know, it's a, I, what? No, don't, I don't agree. It was 2012. <laughs> nope. Uh, 2011, um, four years ago, almost uh, to the day. Well, it's like to the month, I guess. Because Laser Time was September of 2011, I think. But VG Empire mm. was the second show, more or less, in the network, mm-hmm. so to speak, uh, that was late October 2011. Um, but this week was 100 episodes. It's more biweekly than monthly, except mm-hmm. for Rocktober, which you know the bit there, so I'm not going to go into it. Is it going to happen again? It's going to happen. Oh, boy. Uh, this metal, <laughs> finally getting it just due. So yeah. VG Empire has its origins in another podcast that you try to do for, for Games Radar, uh, there was which a to- was titled what? Tokyo Elevator. Yeah. Oh, uh, good luck. A, t- <laughs> a title I love until I like someone tried to make sense out of it. I'm like, oh, that's terrible. I didn't name it. <laughs> oh, I didn't name it. <laughs> if anything, VG Empire is more a, a, a direct continuation of the Game Music of the Day articles mm-hmm. I was uh, doing. Yeah, yeah, those were fun. And then those basically led to... Because I wanted to call that VG Empire. And they're like, it doesn't make any sense. I will, it doesn't I, make any it's sense. It's shit, ain't it? I, w- I wonder who we're doing an impression of. It doesn't matter. It's I the will, whole country. I really. will Google a song that we wrote about for Game Music of the Day, and it's just weird Google considering us the leading authority on this thing we... There's Sorry. random, like, Extreme G for N64. I might as well be the expert. <laughs> yes. Yep. I might as well be the composer. Nobody else is going to be... Uh, but uh, it's a ga- it's a game music podcast and uh, yeah, hundred episodes finally recorded at this very table with Hooray. a handful recorded at, at conventions and hotels. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, it was it was fun. We we asked everybody to submit their favorite song. Hope uh, you like Airzone. 
Who doesn't? Surprised everyone. You it, like the amount of Arizonk representation <laughs> will, will blow your fucking mind. The amount mind. of non uh, non premeditated Arizonk. <laughs> <laughs> Non-premeditated uh, Arizona. Put that shit on a t-shirt. <laughs> uh, part of the reason we're having you on... Can't, right. can't convict no. me for that. That's true. They were paid off by Hudson Soft. All right. All right. Can we just All admit right. that? Can we get that on the table? Can't be paid off by a non-existent <laughs> company. Part of the reason... I was trying to transition there. My part bad. of the reason we're having you on, Brett, is because you suggested this week's top five. Yeah, I don't know how it happened, but... Uh, you you pitched it as a feature, and I was like, Oh, this is the top a five. You want to come on? Come on, Brett. Come on. Come on the show. And you're like, fine. That is verbatim. Exactly. Exactly. Like including, I somehow conveyed <laughs> that tone of voice yeah. in writing. Well, you sent me a wave, which was even weirder. Yeah. Yeah. I know. <laughs> <laughs> he I was, did both. He was gesticulating herp and derp at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so this this topic is games that kind of that came out toward the tail end of a console's life cycle mm-hmm. and just sort of can like made us all take a second look at consoles that we'd written off yep. and say like wow yeah. this this i think in your words wow this still has legs yeah, yeah life was, left in you it was like it was partly like it did it naturally and partly because mm-hmm. that was the marketing angle like they pushed mm-hmm. it as, as yes. i'm sure we'll get into some of these like mm-hmm. oh you thought the system was done well Not guess good, what yeah. And, yeah. and you know we'll, we'll probably you know freewheel for some of the other examples but yeah. you wanted yeah. to like narrow it down to like one one mm-hmm. kind of like emblematic game per machine that was like, damn, mm-hmm. they pulled that off on insert console. Yeah, <laughs> like uh, black. you know that one uh, Paul Rudd gift from Wet Hot American Summer where he does the double take. Yeah, that it made us do that to a console. That was probably way yeah. too thin a reference. It to, was, yeah, it was pretty. Out, pretty but, give, it, uh, give, it, give it more time, Dave. Come yeah. On. <laughs> All right. Well, let's just uh, jump straight in with number five. Holy cow! <laughs> <laughs> it's Blossom the game. Right? Um, uh, <laughs> close. Can oh, I wait, sorry, I wasn't paying attention. Can I hear it three more times? That's totally Joey Lawrence. I don't know. Is this Atari? Uh, no. What's this? Are we going in chronological it, it used, order? It, uh, no, we're not going in any sort of order, yeah, really. It's just totally arbitrary. And you need to... Cro- All right, whatever. That's All not right. journalistic. Uh, Vector Man. Yes. <laughs> I mean, you guessed it almost immediately. Sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like you, the worst thing ever, but... You actually did a whole VG Empire on did Vector Man. Did a VG Man Empire uh, about Vector Man 1 and 2. Or others fear to tread. Yeah. Vector Man, and, you know, in, in evaluating this list, I tried to steer away from games that, like, required any sort of extra hardware. Mm. Okay. It, so, like, Sega had Virtual Racing, which yes. was a really uh, stunning-looking game in, like, 94 when it came out... Pa- Polygons moving at a pretty fast clip, but it was like yeah. using a special chip slash yeah. board that was inserted in the cartridge and made it cost like a hundred dollars. A hundred dollar cartridge also Vec- had like a a postage stamp size screen. And it was within the not good. Yeah, yeah, and like ten frames per second. Vector Man uh, was just a, a straight up Genesis game. Looked fucking amazing. Like for as a two D game on the underpowered mm. Genesis animated beautifully even though the main character was basically made out of shaded balls it was an interesting yeah, gimmick but beyond, had great lighting effects yeah beyond yeah. the gimmick of the main character like dude really cool I, yeah, I was, it's I, a direct response to DKC which I'm sure we'll get mm-hmm. on maybe yeah. there you go also the 90s everybody yeah <laughs> uh, 90s yeah. on Genesis, basically indistinguishable from Cool Spot. The, the last thing that soundtrack it. is like the, the the end of a Lego commercial where Zach the Lego maniac pushes down his yeah. glasses. <laughs> if you can just play the last three seconds of that again, that that's basically that's basically 1992 <laughs> yeah. dot wave. Yeah. Uh, but uh, 
Yeah, I mean, they it was, you know, DKC came out and it was like, oh my god, look what the Super NES can do, blah, blah, blah. But then Sega was like, well, almost the exact same thing. It was like this pre-rendered look. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't like they, let's go some other direction. It was like, no, we'll do this pre-rendered thing and can trick people, trick kind the of. system into looking better than it is. Um, One of the first times where they said, kind of, hey, everybody ignore the main character, but look at all the shit he can do. Yeah, yeah. And, and I mean... It's it's not the best platformer by far no. in that system, but it was yeah. like a technical showcase. It had like, mind blowing aspect. I remember like all of a sudden Vector Man transforms into a tank that is hovering above a giant that's universe. That's cool. And yeah. like it, it, I don't know, and someone yeah. in a giant claw monster is chasing yeah. at you by climbing the the track. Also, this came out in ninety late ninety five. This mm. was uh, Sega's answer to the PlayStation, basically. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but not uh, Saturn. Saturn had come out. Saturn was it? Yeah, I remember this being a. Well, another like late Genesis Let's be game. Honest, Brett, it really wasn't. Yeah. That was trying to. It was like a technical technical marvel, but did not have any great gameplay whatsoever. Was Experts? Right. You guys remember that? No. no. It yeah. was. It starred one of the people from Eternal Champions, which was Sega's fighting game franchise. Wow. It was shit. I just remember Experts. seeing it being reviewed in Game Players magazine alongside, which like, also being called Experts was Experts. Uh, I always took it as a like. X-Men were super hot. The cartoon was blowing up. The comics were selling huge. Uh, what if it's called Experts, yes. right? Eh, you might get confused. I think Former it's the users book. of Pert Plus. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Their data completely Pert? cleared, and now they're out for vengeance. Oh, my God. <laughs> An unknowable amount of Pert was used. <laughs> and then, of course, there was Vector Man 2 the, same year, the, the following year, but mm-hmm. I think that actually looks worse. Like comparing oh. videos of the two, like the first Vector Man looks uh, just—it's a, a little, little bit crisper. It starts a little crisper because I think you're outdoors and you have like mm-hmm. a sky blue background. Whereas mm-hmm. the second one starts with you like like parachuting in and it's dark already. I feel like the yeah. second one starts like nighttime caves. A little, yeah. I don't know, but they but, they've uh, all move yeah. a lot of huge sprites around yeah. very quickly. When did Gunstar Heroes come out? Uh, but early in the early the in the King Genesis dates, cycle, man, why are you asking us? I don't know, man. Well, we were playing the the game that we were streaming for uh, our Tuesday stream, uh, Freedom Planet. Had that <laughs> yes. same had that same sort yeah. of like those crazy bosses where it's like a bunch of uh, shapes put together in a way that, but mm-hmm. it just animates so smoothly that yeah. you're uh, like astounded by it. Because you know, uh, Gunstar Heroes was late '93. Okay, so it, it it's kind of. Going for some of that same stuff, where the the bosses and and items and characters would shift and move and well, just and enlarge in front of your eyes. Yeah, and yes, yeah. we're young and dumb, and it's just the '90s. Don't laugh at us, kids. But a a sprite growing before your very eyes was kind of impressive. Yeah. It was, it was still it a was thing, a, right? And yeah, the yeah. lighting was cool. I remember, like the little visual, like oh yeah, the muzzle his, flash of his hand shooting. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, he shot he shot uh, shit like Iron Man, like out of yeah, his, basically like, out, out of a thing out of his hand. But so. Yeah, the, the lighting effects in the game in general, like for something with sprites, that's really yeah. impressive. Where not yeah. only it's, was yeah. he lit up by his own shots, but like you could pass through lit areas and he would mm, like the yeah, color yeah. would be reflected yeah. on him. And that's just individual sprites. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, sure but yeah, it, like neither of those games, I guess you know, had a legacy beyond that. And there was a brief period where they were going to make an, a PS2 Vector Man, and that mm-hmm. didn't get off the ground. And I'm like, oh wait, Vector Man is entirely based on being like really smoothly animated sprites. Who gives yeah. a shit if it's in 3D? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then it's like, well, okay, can we make a great shooting game? And I guess mm-hmm. they didn't. They, they never got there. But like, uh, no, we can't. <laughs> We really can't. Because that was in the same era where, like, you know, there's a PS2 Shinobi, and it's like, mm-hmm. okay, well, they're trying to, you know, bring some of this stuff back. Um, but 
They are both on that Sonic's Ultimate Genesis collection. Hmm. Uh, and so, I mean, He's, and that's on yeah. 360, PS3, and Steam. So, like, they're they're, they're definitely attainable if yeah. you want to play them. And oh, boy, you want some easy achievements, kids. Yeah, nine, yeah 950 yeah. easy <laughs> achievements. Uh, Go play the Bean Machine. Mean Bean Machine is yeah. the one. That, yeah. uh, it's weird that he's, like, uh, with... Um, the Sonic Racing Transform series and Sonic Tennis, or not Sonic Tennis, the mm-hmm. Sega Tennis series. Yeah. They've brought almost every IP back, but Sega has not huh. brought Vector Man back in any form or fashion. Well, they got that far with the PS2 thing, and then I guess they yeah, decided, but like, like you, you think they would, like, he's made out of balls. That's it could have been a tennis game. Yeah, oh, oh damn. He could have been a... He oh, yeah. Why wasn't the ball Vector Man? I, yeah, I, come I, on. Why I wasn't he I was Sega dead. Tennis? <laughs> I, I do. <laughs> He could have driven a, a car made it's, out of balls. It's called All-Stars. Why you, isn't he in there? You know a franchise is dead. And like, guys, what if we infuse some tennis into this brand? <laughs> what about, uh, was Ristar in All-Stars? No. As the star? Oh, that game is great, though. It is I love good. Ristar. I, I mean, also the Amazing. All-Star racing with uh, yeah. the forklift is pretty good. You know what other franchise Sega hasn't brought back? Uh, Number four. It's a ring. Watch out for backdrafts. Always be ready to take evasive measures. Any guesses? Is burning things? Yes. Yes, burning <laughs> things. My <laughs> fa- as as enumerated by this theme song. Burning things. <laughs> burning things go. Uh, so, burning rangers. Forgot all about this. Trying to be like Power Rangers? Uh, I don't know. Burning Rangers was like one of the last three games released by Sega for the Sega Saturn. Yeah. And for a console where 3D platforming was defined by shit like Croc, mm-hmm. and which we I think discussed at length last week as no, being not. a Croc. Um, <laughs> oh man! But I'll be nice. Croc, Legend <laughs> of the Gobbos, and. Uh, Herc's Adventure. Knights. <laughs> Knights, which was the previous big game oh, by this yeah. team, mm-hmm. by Sonic Team. Wow. Burning Rangers came along. Nobody fucking played it because it, it was, was hard to released. play. It was, it was hard to find. Hard to find, yeah. It was in very small numbers released, but it was a full 3D uh, platformer, lots of indoor environments. It sort of looked like Tomb Raider, but then you had like a jetpack. You were shooting at fire with lasers. No, I think like when, if someone were to say like, "Why has nobody made a good firefighter game?" Unlike every Marvel question, Marvel movie question, the technology wasn't there. The mm-hmm. technology had arrived to make a really, really fun and in-depth firefighter game, like arca- arcadey firefighter game. I was like the ignition factor on Super NES. Yeah? yeah, what the fuck is that? And what was that was two D fires? The one that was Come on. the, the sequel to that on PS One that was like Japan only, but you really? can buy it through PlayStation Store. Oh, really? Like hmm. something and something, the firefighters. Oh <laughs> their, yeah, their names. yeah, I vaguely remember that. Flaming Hot Rangers, I believe. <laughs> it, it didn't translate translate well in the flyover states. But uh, here's here's one reason why you haven't played Burning Rangers again anytime soon. Ah, are you ready? Press the R button to look to your right. Do you see that fuel tank? Now look to your left by pressing the L button. Uh-oh. Now you should see a door. <laughs> Use the L and the R buttons to rotate the camera, okay? Now let's begin. In as much as the kind of crappy voice acting. I really thought you were going to play a clip of 9-11. That's, that's <laughs> oh, where I thought, that was, that's no, where I I thought that was going. Hey, yeah. Out of the trade happy, center. Happy birthday, Niall. No, no, I don't, I don't think there's any reference to that. 
to the World no, Trade Center. I, I, it, it would be very uh, ahead of its time since this game came out like what, 1997? Like the game yeah. should have should have uh, been reached a wider audience. And mm-hmm. if you think about the time where the, I was, the, I was really just making fun of the L and R buttons yeah. in this camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, but if you think about it, the time when like this game would have been remade, mm-hmm. it would have been around like in the aftermath of 9/11. And released on another console. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Like, it could have been remade yeah. on Dreamcast pretty effectively. Yeah, but and it's just not. like, why bother putting out a, a mm. firefighter franchise in this climate? Yeah, I mean, the, the Saturn, although, is is, uh, is a system that always kind of choked on 3D graphics. Yeah. It never did them particularly yep. well. So this was like a major, major breakthrough mm. that came out, like, at the, literally the end of the console's Because it was, it was like this, Panzer Dragon Saga, and... Yeah, not to complicate and, things. And uh, Shining Force 3. How Shining does Force this beat 3. up? Panzer Dragoon Saga, just out of curiosity. Uh, in terms of technical achievement, Panzer mm-hmm. Dragoon Saga looks really mm-hmm. good, but it's still an RPG. It's got turn-based battles. It's got uh, on-foot mm. exploration with not much action, whereas this is a ton of action, a lot of things moving very fast. If you want to point to something that's technologically hey, some balls, impressive... Dude. Uh, no, you're, some fires, you're both lucky I like yeah. you, because I would argue this, too. I mean, I'm, I'm, not, too. I'm not saying Panzer Dragoon <laughs> isn't a better game. Yeah. yeah. I'm just saying, but like, I mean, yeah. if you're talking purely in terms of, I like, I see, I see. Whoa, what is this console doing? But, I, I mean, think Burning Rangers is a better example. I remember more people talking about Saga just because like, yeah. it's on yeah. five discs or whatever. And, yeah. it, and, it's or, ta- and it takes, you know, it's the size of this game, the scope, and what they did with it. Like, And I know they pushed it hard, and then it's like, yeah, every store literally got one copy. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I am so pissed I sold my copy, but you'll never see a physical release like that with the goddamn Saturn, like, yeah. large, heavy, plastic, elongated CD cases. And then it stuck four discs in yeah. little envelopes. There's yeah. no en- that envelope was never used for anything again. Nope. Meant exclusively. I, I sold my Saturn case for it. All, all my Saturn cases and like put them in a binder. Like this saves a lot of God space. Damn it. That it was makes one you of the idiot. dumbest mistakes. That drives me at the wall. <laughs> drives, think think how it makes me feel. I can't. What I can't the go there. fuck was I doing? I don't know, man. I can't even imagine it. Uh, you know, I know what I was yeah. doing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, they I hope put that was all like the main characters. Like, we got to get together for one more mission. They just picked up instruments. That's like the just the title uh, <laughs> intro sequence. That's basically like the start of an F-Zero GX variety oh, yeah. show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But I, I think Sega put a lot more effort into the production on this than they normally put into stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's just a really cool game also. Like, in, you know, even removed from the, the action platforming stuff, like, a big part of what you're doing was rescuing people. And once you'd rescue them, like, you get emails from them between missions that you could wow, read. Wow, emails know? in 1997? Yeah. Reading emails in 97? Like, email was barely a thing back then, yeah. man. Uh, I, we were too busy I doing did. LSD and following the merry pranksters around in buses. I'll yeah. never get another chance to plug it, but like I, I, I just found, got news last week that the Saturn emulation uh, arena is still populated by people working on stuff, and they just finally localized and emulated with Dragon Force Two. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there is like, a fan translation. There is, and it just came out last week. SSF. I got the news from Guile Mike. Um, you know Tekken Mike. Mm. But I, I, but uh, Guy on Mike posted. Speak it. It was to the awesome. listeners. Uh, it was a, a friend of mine from like twenty years ago. Was like, I haven't. We haven't spoken in like years. And he's like, guys, Dragon Force too. <laughs> and, and, and like all of a sudden, it's like none of us have talked in years, and just like we're all talking about our experiences with the Saturn emulator SSF. 
it's confusing for us because I'm like, yeah. hey, what are they talking about? So well, San Francisco. But it is a... <laughs> Nobody uh, talks about that place. It is a 10-year work-in-progress Saturn emulator. And, uh, man, there are so many great games that I, I, I think everybody should be curious about revisiting on Saturn. Oh, absolutely. Uh, with that emulator. It's a fantastic system. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, Parting Rangers, I wonder if that was like the start of Sega's weird obsession with blue-collar jobs. Ah, like Dynamite Cop? Dynamite, uh, yeah, Dynamite Cop. <laughs> Crazy Taxi, mm, yeah, yeah, eighteen wheeler, huh. eighteen wheeler. I remember being really upset, like renting and Knuckles playing eighteen chaotic. wheeler. Yeah, yeah, and I, I, all those blue collared dudes. Those are uh, like the crocodile attached to yeah. a bee. <laughs> Cream the dog working rabbit. That's that's <laughs> the game about. That's eighteen like, wheeler took you two. Was the game where it took you two hours to drive across the entire country? Hey, and that was it. Dog walkers make a lot of money truck, out here. I should say that, like. The you truck is like 6,000 <laughs> 6, miles long. Yes. <laughs> it would have to be. Basically, turn that truck on and it'll idle six feet and it's <laughs> touching the East Coast. Well, here's something everyone should recognize. Number three. Oh, Conquer. Stupid logo. Sawing the Nintendo logo in half. Man, that is irreverent. I, I would argue I could make... God damn it, Conker! <laughs> He's polishing the Rare logo. Man, he drew a mustache on you. I would, oh, it's a Hitler mustache! Suck my balls. So irreverent. Uh, I would argue I could make a montage of 90s characters making a statement by putting a chainsaw through things. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think that, that was definitely a thing. Yeah, Which is basically just being a 1940s Bugs Bunny. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's like, aren't I edgy? Mm-hmm. No. You're no. just your bugs, buddy. <laughs> no, your mallet has gas now. Congratulations. You were just bringing up today about how the Ferris Bueller TV version put a chainsaw through a the Matthew Broderick standee. Uh, oh like, this ain't your daddy's Ferris Bueller. <laughs> two years later, <laughs> you know that iconic character you loved. Fuck him. Fuck him. Now this is year. in fact your father's yes. uh, Ferris Bueller. But it, so you excluded. The vastly superior Donkey Kong 64 it required extra hardware. Well, the thing is, no, well, uh, also because Conquer came out, Conquer's Bad Fur Day came out after the PS2 mm. was out there. It was yeah, in March it. 2001, yep. which was around the time that most people were able to start buying a PS2 who yeah. were eBay scalpers. Like, this is something that rare, I think, in particular. Like, nobody does computer graphics mm-hmm. quite as well as rare like you go back to everything that they've ever done uh, games for and it's like this looks like head and shoulders above everything else yeah. uh, Conquer's Bad for a Day was and remains one of the best looking games on N64 it's like the last big mm-hmm. N64 release oh, yeah. did not use the uh, RAM expansion pack at all yeah, yeah pretty crazy people buying it yeah like why? What else did you use it for? Donkey Kong, uh, Turok, Majora's Mask, Majora's Mask. Notably, oh, okay, yeah. Perfect right. Dark. You couldn't do right. anything unless you had it, right. other than yeah. play a multiplayer but with we, bots. We did stream it recently on YouTube.com/slash/LaserTimeNetwork, uh, and Turok a, lo- a lot of that collectible horseshit <laughs> <Rogue> banjo squadron. <laughs> a lot of that collectible horseshit banjo kazooie gets uh, shit for. None of that is evident. In, uh, it's it's a very story based three D platformer. Lots of yeah. awful, excruciating cutscenes. Oh, yeah. But like everything you do is different, and you only do it once. Mm-hmm. You don't have to go it's back in, and, and backtrack as much as in Conquer. It's in Rare Replay, which mm-hmm. is a great collection, by the Dude, way. Dude, it is so good. Such yeah. a great. Wait, is it, it's the N64 version yep. in Rare Replay. Okay, mm-hmm. not the yeah. live and reload. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's good. But yeah, this was notable because like 2001, it was like Paper Mario came mm-hmm. out, and then like large crickets. 
and then <laughs> and then uh, story of Nintendo. Well, no, I just mean like like the N sixty four like that last year. Oh one was like mm-hmm. no, literally four games came out. Like maybe maybe up to five, but it was like mm-hmm. uh, it was man. I almost know them. I, this might be literally every game that came out in two thousand one. Paper mm-hmm. Mario, mm-hmm. Conquer, uh, Tony Hawk three. Yep. Madden 02. So, yeah, I stand corrected. Tony Hawk 3 was actually the last major release on And then a Powerpuff Girls game. Really? Like, I think those are literally it. Like, if it's not one of the, if it's not one of those, then it's something really low down the list. But Mm -hmm. uh, it was just so sparse that I was like, oh, it's time for the new N64 game for the season. And it's Madden 02. Great. I think Tony Hawk 3 was actually the last. I think it was, yeah. N64. Because it was, you know, that's got to be like October or something. I would love to play that game on an N64 controller with mini versions of all my favorite pop songs. All my favorite Goldfinger tunes. (laughs) uh... They weren't only in the first game. But uh, this Conquer, <laughs> Conquer like did have clips. Conquer did have a, a ton of games that I or a ton of gags that I loved. Uh, not all of which are the great mighty poo, which is you know what everybody falls back on. About but the pooping cow. I, I, well, actually, my Boo. my favorite moment might be this. One of those guys, little petties. Really, that's incredible. I mean, what if you were to give this game to say yeah. twenty? Intelligent people. I mean, what would that do? Let's face it. What the would Joker's it thing do? Playing underneath really? That's interesting. <laughs> what the f*** is that bloody squirrel? Quick, in the character! The teddy's just kind of always... It's so British and so like non-professional in its voice acting. The voice acting is so unprofessional. But it was so entertaining because everybody told the Nintendo 64 it couldn't do voice acting and Rare seemed to figure out a fucking highly compressed way to do so. Highly compressed way to get voice actors to sound like they're just no, no, no. noodling, basically. Remo- like, remove the term just, voice just actors and improvise. replace it with people in the rare room. Yes. Because that's really all it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, like, you have to think that uh, the amount of data that they could allot for this voice acting would be very limited, but it yeah. seems like it's so... Um, just improv. Yeah. Like, yeah, because I mean, like, Shadow Man had a lot of VO. I think RE2, the, the RE2 conversion yeah. was, like, compressed. Uh, but, like, I, there was I think voice Rogue acting. Squadron was, like, the watershed yeah. game where, like, they figured out a way to do voice compression that yeah. was, hadn't, like, just miles was really above good. everybody. It else. was real media player. <laughs> yes, uh, it was. I hate to but, think that. But then, uh, but with Conquer, it was like, yeah, this is super late in the game, but it was that combination of, like, no, they have a ton of voice acting, a ton of varied gameplay. Yeah. A ton of different textures. Like, it was a lot of also, stuff that, you know... It's Nintendo. Well, yeah, Consider, like, too. one of the edgiest games that was out on the market at the time was, like, Jet Set Radio, Jet Grind Radio. Um, you're right. It, it is one of those rare instances of uh, Splatoon rare. being another one of where Nintendo, like, all right, fine, we'll try and compete with everybody. Uh-huh. Well, it wasn't so much them as it was, like, rare, go for yeah. it. Well, I think like, it was, well, like, I, they, I think they, they needed was, a mature game to, like, make yeah. people think they weren't invested in a babby system. I, I think also, like, Rare was, like, took it personally when mm. all those people complained right. about yeah, yeah, yeah. Conquer 12 Tales, like, oh, another baby game for yeah. babies. Like, you know what? Fuck mm. you. We're gonna put a fucking suicide gag in our game. <laughs> I've seen some kicking ass in my time, and that is the shittest, crappiest, crappiest, this kick ass I've Come ever on. seen. Yeah, I, yeah, that's pretty crap. I, kick, as kicking ass goes, it was abysmal, and you is a shit bastard, stupid bastard. 
<laughs> isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he sure is. So, what are you going to do now? Kill yourself? Yep, he is going to kill himself. That's <laughs> a, a can of paint and a paintbrush yeah. mm-hmm. talking to a pitchfork that just tried to murder you. For about 15 seconds too long. They could have made that joke yeah. just uh, uh, that's a little bit Oh, it goes on. It's, it's even terrible. longer. Well, well, so in that case, you I haven't even heard the punchline. I'm going to kill myself right now. That's all there is to it. What are you doing? <laughs> you stupid bastard. <laughs> you stupid even got a neck. Yeah, look at you up there hanging there. You stupid bastard. You ain't got uh, a neck, are you? He ain't got a neck, has he? Oh, I already said that. I, Shut up. God, I just wish... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, Japan voice work, I thought, was like the bane of my existence. But, like, it <laughs> turns out, know. like, if everybody's... Every, it's really English voice, voice like, Yeah, it, that is so bad. Doing uh, yeah. Bald Knobber Ozark yeah. Mountain. Yes. <laughs> Look, yes. Uh, so I, I don't think we're going to be talking about wrestling at all for the rest of this episode. So Fuck I just want to no. say, this this is like the Attitude Era, where oh, being edgy kind of trumped being funny. Well, this yeah. was like... Well, <laughs> well yeah. This we is... hadn't had any of it up to that point, yeah. so edgy was funny because it was new. It was yeah. Well, it's weird, though. Like, Nintendo had flirted with it, like, trying to do this, and it always comes off as, like, an audience mismatch, right? Where it's yeah. like, hey, it's the play it loud thing. And even as, like, a 14-year-old, I'm like, guys, this isn't you. Like, mm-hmm. y- you make great games that are fun for everyone. and It's, it's like that fun. creepy yeah. uncle That's who always do. tries to be one of the kids. <laughs> you don't need to align with the butthole surfers. Come on. <laughs> and, and, then you and then you flip bleep, off your mother. And then bleep the word hell in the commercial. <laughs> it's like you... I also want to do a compilation of this era's video game commercials that show a frumpy teacher. Showing disapproval <laughs> of the ruler Because this is 01, so yes. I feel like we're past it. Yeah, like, but not Nintendo. Yeah, like, yeah that's, that's probably. Well, you know, I, I hold that like, the first few years of any given decade are actually part of the previous decade. So, mm-hmm. yes, 2001 Still the 90s. was part of the 90s. Still the 90s. Yeah. Definitely, but it's it's the different nineties, like ni- like ninety t- ni- like ninety three to ninety seven. It's, it's like is... the nineties that's starting to get self aware and tired of itself. Yeah, that's like ninety nine. <laughs> 9899 starts to get less mm-hmm. attitude and ironically though that's about yeah. when uh, WWF really blew up but yeah, they're mm-hmm. always like 6 years behind. <laughs> yeah, they were like well, well I guess it's uh, it's okay to be irreverent. Should we make the new day witch doctors? No, <laughs> please don't. Please don't do that. Um, <laughs> it just occurred to me this is this is going to be a very rare heavy list from here on out. Uh-huh. Because of course our next game is that favorite everyone knows. Number 2. David Wise, everybody. What what was the name of the game again? Battle Toads. Mad, bad, and crazy. Everybody. everybody. <laughs> hmm. Or rash zits. Well, that was like their tagline. Yeah, mad, bad, and get crazy. mad, bad, and crazy. Wait, uh, was was each of them like a corollary, corollary to each one of those? One's mad, one's bad, one's crazy. No, they were both basically. Yeah, yeah they they guys. all seem very uh, similar. Also, way to go was somehow their catchphrase <laughs> like W A Y D I G O. Way to uh, go. This this game is so pretty and so innovative, and I love 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 the special features on Rare Replay. Yeah, because I oh, I, yeah. I I lamented that like this game it makes this part a lot more tolerable. Let me hear. Oh, yeah. Fuck this shit. So this shit. I finally sat down to do it, and it took me like four tries. No, like, like no, just no, sit no. down and pay attention. Like we, it's not that. We hard. did it live on a stream, and like I luckily hit a warp zone that was in front well, of a barrier. Yeah, that was there's the warp me. zone. If you want, just keep your eye on the right side of the there. screen. You'll be fine. 
No, it's like it's one no, of those things where I psych myself up for years. Like, oh, I remember that being super hard as a kid, and like as an adult, like I, you, oh, got it. Just stay in the center, and that very. It's always the last, the last. But bit, so if, right? if you where want, they're not flickering and they're just flying at you. <laughs> the last well, one's the hardest one. Yes, it's super hard, and that's just stay in the middle, barely move. And so, like, if you if you watch the rare replay documentaries, it's it's the only. A uh, documentary I can remember on a on a game disc that's like the opinions of these people don't represent Microsoft mm-hmm. or Rare, even though they're all Rare employees. Is like, yeah, so we had a pretty fucking great great game, uh, but it was short, so they said make it harder, and uh, <laughs> and like it, I think it ruined Battletoads Legacy is now based primarily with this generation in GameStop prank calls, yeah. but is is has so many aspects of like. An amazing game that yeah, it, changed, it ruined. It, yeah. it ruined by the, the difficulty spike that and it has. On it's like, crazy how also. like different it is in every level. Yeah. Every stage is different, and that's like there's an ice level that I'm that is that's to me is the worst stage. Mm-hmm. Like the turbo tunnel is one thing, the but fucking snake, uh, the snake like roller car. It's ridiculous. Like, oh, uh, the, the, and then also the very, one of the last like gimmick levels is you're on like an anti grav bike that there's a giant just a circle chasing mm-hmm. you, and you. It is this very long thing where all you have to do is like hit left, right, up, or down, right? Mm-hmm. And it is this long, elaborate chase. And it's like, if you miss, if you are even I, one second off, it will eventually catch up with you. But it's unlike the turbo tunnel where as soon as you get hit, you just like, okay, yeah. I died, I got to start over. This thing is like, you can get 45 seconds into this and be like, I don't think I'm going to make it, but I, I can't tell yet. I don't know why <laughs> they... It feels like it's built for arcades. And then you can battle those arcade game, which is yeah. so, so easy and simple. And, like, it, it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like, I did. In 2015, you die this much, you feel like there has to be a microtransaction here. Yeah. This happened less. This was this was to make me pump in extra quarters. Because you play that those first two levels of Battletoads, like, yeah. right now, and you'd be like, this game is... Light years ahead of its time, yeah, and it yeah. squanders all that. There's, it, there's a second person action sequence. It looks mm-hmm. better than <laughs> like, you're playing from the the perspective of the villain. Yes, that's true. The first <laughs> boss actually yeah, yeah. is looking at you, but this this game looks and like better than like 99 percent of the other mm-hmm. games on the NES. It animates beautifully. Yeah. Uh, it's got those weird walkers in the first level that have like oh, the, yeah, yeah, amazing the vector legs, legs yeah, that yeah. move very creepily smoothly. Yeah, those I would cool. only nominate this for the NES. Or yeah. when did Metal Storm come out? It was before this. Yeah. It was. It was. It was, well, it was like Metal Storm I was played also it way later. Another really smooth animated really one. Really good. Also, like one one that we talked about for this was Batman: Return of the Joker. That's the one that I felt was more appropriate for yeah. this because it was really pushed as this is as good as 16-bit. Yeah. Like, it was like... That's true. It was angled as and a 16-bit. I'd, I'd forgotten about that part, but you're right. Uh, it totally was. And not only that, but it came out when Genesis was already a thing, as yeah, did yeah. Battletoads. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Battle... And, like, I think they both came out in 91. Could be. Months yeah. before the Super Nintendo came out. Yeah. Uh, Return of the Joker, though, like, it came out on Genesis also. Mm-hmm. Genesis version looks like shit next to the end. <laughs> Yeah. One. <laughs> Same with the Super Nintendo one because like they don't have a coherent art direction. Mm-hmm. I think that the the NES version of Batman uh, Return of the Joker like did amazing things with what with what the yeah, NES yeah. had to do. It felt like it had a more coherent visual style. Yeah. Well, and also like you compare it to the the prior Batman game, which was mm-hmm. really good, really good. Yeah. but had nothing to do with Batman really. And whereas this felt a little closer, but also the sprite was like twice the size, mm-hmm. and it just and the music was really good. It and, is a little weird that like Batman is continually shooting at things. <laughs> <laughs> Look. 
He's got to have a gun. What kind yeah. of game is this? Yeah, exactly. And it's I it's, don't kill unless they get in the way of my bullets. I like, just shot oh, a bullet. Also, that guy got in the way. <laughs> the NES version, he's like seems to be shooting something off of his wrist, which yeah. seems like a Batman thing to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think in like the Super Nintendo, possibly the Genesis version, he like actually has a gun. That is there he's a shooting. Super NES version? Of this? Yes. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It looks awful. Huh. Actually, it looks slightly better than the Genesis yeah. version. Which and, uh, and they all have like radically different art styles and like it's just com- obviously like a different port worked on right. by different people. Wow, so that was actually kind of the way. Well, that was it was Sunsoft, right? They still yeah, have this one, but yeah. that that was the way of things like before. Like you'd see the Amiga port, sure. and it's like completely different. Like yeah. uh, I was gonna say, it's a very Konami yeah. thing because yeah. like you know, Batman Returns wasn't the same, Sparkster wasn't the same, mm-hmm. across, t- Tournament Fighters wasn't the same. Oh, absolutely. So I was wondering, oh, you know, that's probably what this was, but this was still Sunsoft. So yeah, I'm just flabbergasted that Nintendo did what Genesis don't. Oh, no. <laughs> oh. <laughs> My brain Ice explode. burn delivered like twenty years after the fact, um, at least. But yeah, the NES like uh, it had the definitely my mind goes to Battletoads and especially Batman, uh-huh. Batman is like these games that were like the NES isn't done yet kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And and yeah, the fact that like Battletoads came out just before the Super Nintendo, and yet it is like one of the most iconic and enduring yeah, games yeah, of that yeah. era. Like, like that's really significant. Yeah, it's it's so late in the game, but I mean they marketed the hell out of it, and it was there just in time to like be, like it was it was it was so fortunate that it was able to one sort of make fun of Ninja Turtles, yet also mm-hmm. basically do the exact same. Okay. Thing. Basically rip it off. Do uh, again, what comics have been doing. The for documentary years. on the rare replay. Yeah, it's really is good. Like, like uh, they said they wanted to make a game to sell toys. Yeah. So we made a game to sell to- toys. In like just there's these coy British weirdos talking about like the most crash shit. Like most game developers don't get to say. But then they <laughs> made it, a game that was like oh, well, they did. They yeah. did. I guess they can speak on that level because it's like this came about through highly inorganic and unartistic means. Uh, and then somehow came together in something we all remember. They said, make something that will have mass market appeal and yeah. last for generations. We all and need we to did. F- fix our teeth. <laughs> we hate this game, it's dreadful. <laughs> but then it's I, diabolical. I, I we relate the to the toads because the toads do not have teeth. <laughs> <laughs> I just love how we're Battletoads went, though. Like, now we're Rashes and Killer Instinct, right? And it's yeah. Like, and he's, like, presented, like, kind of without irony. Mm-hmm. And, like, the statue that they had at E3, it's like... Yeah, it's just it's Rash. He's back, uh-huh. and it's like Battletoads was making fun of Ninja Turtles, mm-hmm. which was making fun of '80s comics, Teen Titans, X Men, and Daredevil. Oh boy, this is and a long road. You're right. So, but it's like so. Then it gets to this point where like I'm so confused <laughs> if this is real or a yeah. joke. And it's like it's both. And Battletoads is like the best example of like no, it, it actually is both. It, it functions is, on both levels. It is simultaneously mm-hmm. poking fun at how easy this the idea is to execute, mm-hmm. but also doing it really yeah. well. And you're like, I actually really like this. And it's also weird that like Rash in particular is sort of a Holden Caulfield style character. Oh, and here we you go. You will relate to him like, in go. a different way depending on what age you are. When I was a kid <laughs> in the 90s, he seemed like, oh man, this guy's really cool. I want to always play as him. And now when I see him as a uh, 30-year-old uh, piece of shit, uh, he looks. I, I just look at him and I imagine him speaking with Duffman's voice from The Simpsons. Oh, did they really all have different personalities? Like, why is even Rash in Killer Instinct? Is they it just because he was player they, one? They describe a bunch of personalities. Yeah. He's the one no, with the Rash shades. Rash is the cool one. Mm-hmm. Pimple is the big one, and Zitz is the smart one. Yeah. They basically they have a Leonardo, they have a Raphael, and they have a Bruiser. But, uh-huh. but they don't. I guess Zitz is also supposed to be the Donatello. He's well. He's also no. Yeah. Zitz is also the Donatello, and Rash is also the Michelangelo. I, I, okay. 
Okay. I don't like moving past Michael. Michael's comment. A rash being the Holden Caulfield of this generation is the most Web 3.0 headline I've yeah. ever you fucking know I, I don't no, think no. anyone would click on that, Chris. <laughs> four, four point that deliberately uh, shitty, pretentious yes. statement. Can you, can you please try to take that into at least a thousand words? <laughs> like, that should be an article. If anybody could. Yeah. Yes. Uh, uh-huh. No, it's just have that Only, headline. Yeah. Rash is the Holden Caulfield yes. of the Nintendo generation. Please and then it's do. just a gif of me jacking off. <laughs> And that's the only image that's to allowed. To a picture of Rash. It's just, yes. it's just it's you <laughs> scrolling through Google Ads money. <laughs> and then I think we need to move on to... Uh, <laughs> top five rare games. Yeah, it's going to be the top three rare games because number one is this. Who could forget Tetris Attack? The rare logo. It's the best game ever. Any, any guesses, Brett? Thank you, King. Country. Thank you for <laughs> giving me a chance to play that. Super Donkey Kong. What? Or as everybody else knows it. <laughs> I really love that theme. Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah. It's, great. it's a great theme. Oh, yeah. Great, great first um, level. But this was like, it is kind of a way the end all be all of like, yeah. you thought you were done with the system, mm-hmm. you idiot kid. And they, they built it around like, look what these ACM, Advanced Computer Modeling. We would take sounds so close to Hydra and AIM at this point that's mm-hmm. actually kind of funny uh, but they would take this pre-rendered you know they, they had talked about you know the project reality in 64 yeah. oh, yeah. and we're going to yeah, ultra 64 graphics a bit of trickery on Nintendo's part and that they were talking up the project reality as like their next gen console they were going to do it with silicon graphics uh, incorporated and like it got to the point where it had had to be pushed back so much that Nintendo was like, well, we'll give you these games that would have been on Project Reality, yeah. but we can do them on Super Nintendo. Yeah. So Donkey Kong Country was one. Yeah. Uh, Killer Instinct was another. A year later. A full year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which and is funny because there's an attract mode in the arcade Killer Instinct with the combo dude yelling. Yes. Uh, coming fall 1995 to Ultra 64, and it's uh-huh. like one, no, it's not, and two, it'll be called Nintendo 64, yep. and you're going to get it on Super NES, <laughs> which is like uh, three degrees of incorrect. It will never be on Ultra 64 I, or even Nintendo 64. Like it's so strange that that far out, knowing how games are made today, it's like you would commit that to an arcade cabinet yeah. a mm-hmm. year, a yeah. year for, out, for, no, forever. Yeah, forever, it is forever. Like, yeah. Yeah, I, I almost... Having, pick- a, having a friend who has a Killer Instinct arcade machine. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Forever. I th- I'm trying I to s- eat over here. Man. I seriously <laughs> thought about Killer Instinct for this list, but I think when it came out, everybody sure. was just fixated on, like, this looks like shit next to the arcade version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why it, can't I play the arcade version at home? Yeah, and whereas Donkey Kong Country, like, the, the PS1, I think, was out in Japan, but, like, mm-hmm. as far as, a, um, in a way, in America was concerned, in Europe, too, because it's rare, so... This was like Super NES showing, like, no, look, look how good this can, can, uh-huh. can look, look at the graphics we can pull off with these pre-rendered backgrounds, yeah. and uh-huh. it, it fakes out like, they're not actually processing all this information. This is a static bitmap yeah. that it's fooling everybody into thinking like, hey, three D rendered game. When yeah. in fact, no, it's just a picture of a three D rendered. Yeah, game. was it? Killer Instinct, like on a black cartridge or something yeah, different. Yes, yeah, it was. Cartridge. So, like that was enough for me to be like, I gotta rent this game. It's a different colored cartridge. Yeah, mm. I did a whole article about colored cartridges, you know. But and it came with a sidetrack. We don't call them that anymore. Five years ago, <laughs> um, but I think that joke was probably in a talk radar verbatim. So. <laughs> I suck. Uh, <laughs> but uh, what? What else? Here's, so th- here's this was pushed by a whole. VHS tape, the yeah. infamous yes. DKC thing that started their like annual. Here's a VHS Nintendo Power subscribers where 
Mm-hmm. We're gonna sell you on a game for thirty minutes, and this was like a diddy, diddy, yeah, yeah the treehouse, man. So <laughs> they spent a whole like the amount of money to make a VHS tape, ship it across the country, and basically tell kids this game is better than some console you're gonna get in a year from now. Like you need to buy this game; it looks just as good as what all those other guys are promising. Mm-hmm. Like, and yeah. Jaguar was out by then, which was touting sixty-four bit, mm-hmm. and three DO was out. So it, there were quote unquote next gen systems, and yeah. Super NES was like, no, we're still better. But, than but nobody that. was buying that shit. No, they it was weren't. Way too expensive. It's, it's, they were yeah. expensive, but this was Nintendo like simultaneously like mocking the future while also, or you know. Staving off the future while yes. also mocking like these guys can't even do it, and they say they're sixty-four. And, and, and they were all pushing games that were not platformers, yeah. traditional yeah. games that their their audience had didn't know they didn't didn't not enjoy yet. No one was done with platformers yeah. at that yes. point. But if you think of the Sony launch, the Saturn launch, there are no platformers. Yeah, really. like uh, uh, you know, purposely so. Yeah. Like, we don't need that anymore. Yes, and around this time between DKC. <clears throat> Yoshi's Island, Killer Instinct, Nintendo NOA's like tagline was so who needs a new system? Like that would end all their commercials. I swear they have a chainsaw. You guys don't want to play D. I swear they have a chainsaw cutting in half. A <laughs> Probably. System. Probably. Like, but their tagline was so who needs a new system? And that so that just furthers this whole idea of like no, the, and for what it's worth, the Super NES final like two three two years are pretty outstanding because you also have Chrono Trigger, Kirby Superstar, Tetris mm-hmm. Attack, Mario RPG, like. Oh. They went from like, yeah, we have like three years of really great games to here's two to three more of just knock you on your ass mm-hmm. greatness. Mm-hmm. Um, at a time when Vector Man was what Sega had. So <laughs> yeah, it was like, that's true. They had Vector Man, but Nintendo had all this other stuff. So, yeah. well, also like Donkey Kong Country Three. You and I went back and forth about this a little yeah. bit, but I, I kind of wanted to focus on that one because number one, it came out like I think around the same time as the N sixty four, yeah, yeah was, late ninety six. So, like, you know, 32-bit was already well entrenched by that point. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were moving on to N64. And out comes this game that, like, yeah, the the sprites look a bit older by now. Uh, mm-hmm. We've kind of gotten used to the gimmick. But Donkey Kong Country 3, I think, really kind of pushed the envelope in terms of... Here Edginess. Are, no. Here are a bunch of, like, gigantic sprites moving around in interesting and dynamic ways. And, like, one of the big ways it did that was just... Like, the first boss. Like, was it Belcher? That music. That Beginning is of Conquer. It's a gigantic barrel that fills up, like, the entire <laughs> right half of the screen. Oh. Uh, has teeth that, like, move up and down independently of each other. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, like, it looked really cool. It does cool. look good, yeah. And there's a bunch of that stuff in DKC3. Sure, like, just in yeah, the yeah. very beginning, there's, like, the little music box thing with yeah. the flippers. And, like, and by oh, contrast, yeah. it does make... Like one of the things DKC one would get criticized for is that it feels kind of lifeless and sterile. When once you know what it's doing, it's mm-hmm. like, oh, this does feel like a bunch of like bitmaps. It feels very flashy, yeah. like it, a flash game. It, well, not even no. flashy. It just feels it just feels flat. It's like gifts mm-hmm. smacking no, into it, each other. It feels like a, a floaty platformer where nothing you touch really matters. I, don't, it's, it's I think just, it's still way beyond that. But mm-hmm. it's like I don't think it, I don't like the game that much anymore. Oh man, it's like, I think they're still fun. But yeah. three, yeah, you're right. Is like it, it adds way more animation and like the, yeah. there's more. It's still a bunch of like maybe flat layers, but it's uh-huh. like imagine if all these layers animated instead mm-hmm. of like no, we're just gonna hit like PSD flatten oh, and the whole background is like one 
thing in DKC one. Yeah. It's, it's less like, dynamic. I didn't like how Donkey Kong Country two and three were both backdoor pilots for new Donkey Kong Country <laughs> characters. Well, two I, and two introduced Dixie Kong, mm-hmm. and then what did three introduce? Baby Kong, Kitty Kong, Kitty, Come Kitty, on, Kitty yeah. David, Stupid Kong, Toddler Kong. Stupid, what, what, what is what has he done? Like where is he in the in the Donkey Dude, Kong he, canon? He's thirty he, he years old now. Yeah. Is he? <laughs> Wait, what? Oh, he's twenty. But is he like still a character in Donkey no, Kong? No, I don't know. Yeah, no, no he, he, he didn't come 64. back for sixty four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they he got rid of him. Was he not in sixty four? Uh, a variation so. on him was, but no, not not. Uh, not he's like that stupid cousin from the Brady Bunch. They like realize he's <laughs> an <laughs> idiot, and nobody likes him. I will say they bye were bye forever. Basically, just emulating what had worked for Sonic just the year prior but, by adding tails and then knuckles. So it's like mm-hmm. okay, well, the, the, why not? The, the crazy thing I, I thought about recently, and I, I this could be like. If we would, were to research it, a new show, like, it is the most drastic redesign the public not only instantly accepted, yeah. mm-hmm. but it's been that way ever since. Oh, yeah. That was a, like... Donkey Kong with the weird, like, 90s yeah. rendering Dairy Queen yeah. haircut. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. like I, I was trying to think of, like, <laughs> what other redesigns did someone introduce that the public didn't immediately hate yeah, and reject and we write about laughingly to this day? He kind of And somehow off. Donkey Kong yeah. got through well, that. Well, I don't know, like... I don't... I don't know that there was like nostalgia for Donkey Kong. Maybe, but like yeah. I, I in just, the same way. That, I love yeah. when you play the original sure, Mario Kart. Like, who is this fucking t- this the f- giant yeah, turd yeah. and the wife beater? Like that, that, that is <laughs> it's Donkey, Donkey Kong. Kong how he always was, yeah. and like, it, <laughs> and he's completely different now. And like, you don't, you would not recognize. He looks him. like a potato with teeth. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like, uh, like I wow, tried. Yeah. I tried to think of some examples, like Prince of Persia, but that's not <laughs> around anymore. And like. Uh, Mega Man X, but that's a different person. Literally yeah. a different person. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. this, this took this is Donkey Kong now, yeah. and like well, he's not Doug Junior, Chris. No, but nobody questions it. Although, like, yeah, that's true. Like, I think I just realized like wh- I never played Donkey Kong Country two or three mm-hmm. when they were out, and I think the the reason for that is because I I wanted to play as Donkey Kong. <laughs> yeah, same here. Yeah, I, I love that about the first game, yeah. and then like on oh, the second game. Like it, it just like each progressive sequel handed the reins to the sidekick. So yeah. first game was Donkey Kong and Diddy. Mm-hmm. Loved that combo. Second game, Diddy Kong and Dixie. Don't care. Where's Donkey Kong? Mm-hmm. Third game, Dixie Kong and Toddler Kong. I really don't yeah. give a fuck. It, was yeah, it seems weird they wouldn't have been like Donkey Kong and Dixie Kong. But that it's was like, a, oh, Diddy got kidnapped. Yeah. But that like, was, okay, I don't miss Diddy that much. That yeah. was that ten year period of Nintendo throwing the baby out with the bathwater. When it's time to make a mm-hmm. new game, it just it should be completely different. Nobody adheres to that formula anymore, but yeah, they did. That with used it. to be pretty standard. It was yeah. like it really was. Like yeah. I could, I could, I could go on. Please. I mean, as like but, much as like Sega would add mm-hmm. stupid new characters to Sonic games, they'd always just make Sonic the centerpiece of mm-hmm. it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's like, why it wore itself out after like yeah. four entries. But I mean, like that's what it had over uh, these Donkey Kong Country games. Is that like? You you should always be Donkey Kong. Yeah, you know? if, he, like, if his name the, is his in name the title, yeah. like you don't you don't have a game that has Mario and add is missing, <laughs> and then it's just a <laughs> shitty game about wandering around as Luigi finding out trivia about Nairobi. Yeah. <laughs> Who that's cares? how I know. That's how I know all my Nairobi facts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dot they com. <laughs> they don't have Adobe <laughs> here in Nairobi, but they do have some beautiful hotels. Jesus, wish I was, <laughs> I wish I was dead. I don't at all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it is funny though that like i think literally a year after who needs a new system was their tagline when the n64 came out they changed the tagline to change the system mm-hmm. ah. which is a great double entendre yeah, of yeah, like, we're changed the system uh, oh, no. from the inside of sears <laughs> <laughs> change it with a craftsman wrench which is where my mom got my n64 that's change yeah. the system but have your parents hook it up <laughs> 
asking permission to leave the house and rock. Oh man! <laughs> I, yeah, I just I can't believe the the foothold Donkey Kong like that is Donkey Kong for the world, and no one has ever accepted. Yeah, it, no one's ever questioned it. It's I never will. written a feature reboots that suck. Like, well, Donkey Kong Country doesn't hold up in a lot of people's yeah, minds. Pe- a lot of people original. crap. I know on... people who say it was shit. It was shit. They thought it was shit, but they then. still accept that design as Donkey Kong. I just think that's bizarre. Mm-hmm. I can't think of. Any other video game character? Well, I mean, like Moto gave him a tie, other. and she's got a new hat. Like, <laughs> yeah. there, here we are. There you go. Um, I will say, Tropical Freeze, excellent Wii U Fucking game. Ugh. Please play. David Wise soundtrack is phenomenal in Oof. that game. So. God, Emmett Otterish music uh, to the max. I am uh, very happy. Not like the game that preceded it, which you unfairly hated. I gave it an radar. eight. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it was that's good. the worst score you can give a game. I, I know. <laughs> you were good at that game. Jesus. Yeah, uh, it was twenty ten or something. Oh man, I, I've probably oof. told this story. I before. cannot stop this aging process. <laughs> it's happening so. Rapidly. I think I've told this story before, but uh, Donkey Kong Country was the closest I ever uh, came to becoming MLG. <laughs> I yeah. I came in second at a local blockbuster uh, competition. Oh wow! This was like because you could either play I think Donkey Kong Country or Judge Dread. Oh and, yeah, like I didn't know Genesis, so I was going to play Judge Dread. Oh god! I Nobody finished, was going to play. Judge I finished Dredd. in second in my age group, which was the lower age group, I believe. So I feel like. I should have been like I didn't win anything, which sucked because I <laughs> came in second. Huh? My name great... was my name was right there. I'm in second place, and I asked them like, "What do I win?" And they're like, "Nothing." Cred, bruh. But this, this, this is your movie this gallery. Is great, this is a great <laughs> story. You win a show, but I, I, I'm going to call I, you the f word. If was I was in, I think if I was in that other uh, age class, I would have been in first. So I'm like, I should be in. Like I should have petitioned. I should have competitioned Nintendo. I, I so to recap, the story is I didn't win a competition. But I finished in second, in which there was no prize. <laughs> <laughs> there, no, there was a prize. Oh, you, you would have okay. went on to win to go to regionals or get like a oh, regionals. Yeah, regionals. <laughs> Play against the regional manager. You got to fight the whole county now. <laughs> uh, I, I know I've said this story before, but for DKC two, uh, I broke up with my first real girlfriend. By that, by that I mean the first girl to let me have sex with her, uh, because she kept calling me when I rented DKC two. Careful what year this is. And she was, she was like, "Why don't you, you talk to me?" I'm like, "You have a felony because I think we should break up, and it's a lava level, and I can't handle this." <laughs> and, and so I broke up with her. And this is a, the one you stole and got beat up for, right? No, that I, I forgot. I had another DKC story. Yeah, I, got, <laughs> I did steal another dog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, got um, beaten up by a cop. This is the uh, whatever mustache story. Yeah, like. No, no, that wasn't DKC. That was Joe's apartment on VHS. Oh, it, it, Jesus like, Christ, uh, what a and, shitty thing to get Blur's beaten up Park for. Life. Uh, well, that's a, I'll stand by Blur. Joe's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> apartment. Really? I hadn't really? seen it. I, would, I wouldn't have sold it if I hadn't seen it. There is a live. I, I wish I could edit in live footage of that happening, which is just Sonic going, "Take it, take it, take it, take it, take it, take it." <laughs> I cannot wait. Apple will announce sometime this week some way to replay our memories, uh, and we will stream them all, yeah. and it'll be amazing. Now that reminds me, we won't talk about the Apple TV getting unveiled mm-hmm. uh, in in our next news segment. Yeah, but, it's not uh, going to happen. It, everybody's talking about it. I know, I know, I know. Because it's want... going to be Apple's Ouya. Uh. Uh, I like the articles that are being written about that. That um, when you make a device that does everything and also games, mm-hmm. uh, it doesn't work very well, and you can't compete in that landscape. And that there's nothing unless Apple has an announcement I don't foresee, and that's beyond just an exclusive game. They can't compete in that landscape unless they're going to focus on games and maybe make some themselves, which they've never done. All right. Well, I think that's as clear an indicator as Indeed. any that we should take a break. Uh, Brett, we're losing you for the second segment. Is there anything you'd like to plug before you leave? Uh, just as we mentioned, VG Empire has been 100 episodes. Uh, it's probably already up by the time this uh, this goes up. But 
Yeah, I really appreciate when people say hi, uh, and you know, I, I always read the comments, and it's great to see like that fosters discussion and people find all kinds of new music that way and like it really is just it's what like my my truest passion if there's any if you if you reduce like as far as work is concerned and like what i want to contribute uh game music is it and the more that that you know gets shared and people uh learn more about the composers or share their favorite songs i don't know like the comments alone are just a lot of fun Mm -hmm. like people posting their thoughts about the songs but also this reminds me of this game and mm-hmm. you know I have this whole backlog in my head of stuff even I didn't know about so it's it's uh, been a very enriching uh, and rewarding I mean, process so uh, no, I like I <laughs> I like being a person who can honestly say I value your memories and when you can remind <laughs> me of something and you can tell me about something you remember I think that's a and, uh, and somehow validate something I think is important I really like that and like I don't see a lot of discussion on video game music outside of those very esoteric places that yeah, there's uh, I mean there's game music online sure. there's uh, VGMDB video game music protection front there's a lot of great sites that are that do the same you know the, the, the same end goal mm-hmm. of like make sure people know mm-hmm. um, and there's a lot of great stuff out there the video game music preservation society it's it's great stuff like man. the 70s preservation it's society a, it's a really good resource yeah. Uh, but yeah thanks a lot for listening to the show and uh, vgmpar.com episodes usually every two weeks mm-hmm. yeah. alright so well, what's next for 101 <laughs> what what's next for 101 I'm just, I was He's trying to put Jimmy on Glick. a Jimmy Glick what's next for 101 101 cut uh, more more game music. Do okay. you think game oh, music okay. makes you gay? <laughs> uh, All right, I gotta go. <laughs> on that note, thank you for coming on the show, Brett. We're gonna take a little break. When we come back, we're gonna talk about some new releases, some news. Henry Gilbert's gonna be joining Mr. us. Mr. Oh, man, Stay he's... tuned. So fast we deliver to the future land for the growing world of tomorrow. It's raccoon that lives under Chris's porch, and I know you're all fired up for a release of Mario Maker this week, but I just want to brag a little bit, because I've been doing that stuff for years. I'm not talking about, like, getting my hands on ROMs or doing illegal shit with a PC. Like, I don't even know what that is. When I look at a monitor, it's just a flat box that emits light. I see no detail whatsoever. I, I don't even know how to use a video game. I don't know why I'm on this show. But no, six years ago, this little boy named Mario fell into my warren, and since then, I've been constructing elaborate death traps for him to run through. So far, he's only fallen into a bottomless pit once. Uh, I guess that's really all it took. But I still keep building the levels in the hopes that he'll someday fall out of the sky because really a bottomless pit is just a a loop, right? Like, it has to come out somewhere. But anyway, I'm not here to talk to you about poor Mario and his sad fate. I'm here to talk to you about how to support 
video game apocalypse. There are a bunch of ways you can do this. First and foremost, go subscribe on iTunes, rate and review us, leave five star reviews only. You know the drill. Horrible things will happen, etc., etc. If I see any number of stars that isn't five, you may have noticed there are Amazon links up and down the side of lasertimepodcast.com. As always, those are not there for show. They can be clicked on. Go and interact with them in this bold new era of virtual reality on the information superhighway. And then buy things on the other side. They don't even have to be the things you clicked on. Just click on one of them, but then search for whatever it is you actually want. Spend money on it, and some of that money will come to the hosts. Alternately, if you want to just kick funds at them directly and get some things in return, go to patreon.com slash lasertime and give generously. The more generously you give, the more secret podcasts you'll have access to if you actually want more of these losers in any given week. Now, if you don't want to spend any money at all, just tell a friend. Just go out and say, hey, friend, here's show, raccoon. And I'm like, oh, yes, it's that shit you tell me about every fucking week. And just like every week, I'm going to tell you, I'm not interested in video games. I'm your grandmother. Why do you keep calling this number? And then you'll be sad. Alternately, you can come to the site, lasertimepodcast.com. Uh, comment on the forums. Join a vibrant and dynamic community of people who also like to talk about these shows. Or just comment on the articles you'll find at Video Game Apocalypse, some of which are actually the kind you would read. Anyway, that's my spiel for the week. Thanks for listening, everybody. Enjoy the rest of the show. And welcome back to our second segment. Brett has left us, but who do we have joining in his place? H-E-N-E-R-E-Y-G on Twitter. Oh. That's me, hey, or Henry, Henry Gilbert. Henry Gilbert to layman. And I am uh, currently buying Vib Ribbon, which is on sale on the PlayStation Store. Oh, you did store. that right now as you were talking Boop. and giving your intro. I'm glad that you're giving what such undivided <laughs> attention yeah. to this show. Oh, that, well, there is like a I, huge sale. So we're off to a good start. It's PlayStation's 20th birthday for America, and I think there's the pretty huge PSN so it was I so mean, huge it's wide will ranging. it still be going on on Friday I don't I think, I think so. so I think so uh, okay well then yeah, we can talk about it in no, the but it's, segment it's, it's just that it was I tried to look at it earlier it's the only time there's been a sale in the store that took the website down so I'm wow. guessing shit is wow. good alright well before we get to that let's talk about I'm not sure how to pronounce this. Ma- Mario Macher? Mario Macher. Macher? Super Mario oh, Macher. Super Mario Macher. Yeah, it's uh, it's finally here. I The game I played at uh, E3 2014 is finally so, upon us. As someone who sincerely finds it hard to give a shit about user-generated content, yeah. why yeah. would I get excited about because Mario Because it's Maker? a Mario game that's largely... Like, Little Big Planet has... It's funny you made say, by yeah. It's funny the man who gave two little big planet ah, games a ten ah, would say that he ooh. is not into because user generated. It's content. fun to create stuff in there. Like playing that stuff gets old pretty fast. It's one of the worst. I was not into that. that had I was not into that Euro focused, no, touchy feely. Right. Just it had a bad jump. Had a yeah, bad the jump. bad jump. Yeah. Fuck that, was that jump. That game. And, and two their, out of their ten answer to everyone saying this has a bad jump was, well, no, you can make your own jump. I was like, I don't want to make my own jump. That's hard. I wanted to have a good fucking jump. That's hard. Well, I'd say that the jump is good in this game. And um, yeah. I'd also say all the reviews have been very positive for it. Everybody really likes yeah, it. I mean, and, it uh, looks like right now on laser time, uh, YouTube.com slash Laser Time Network, we're in a month of Mario streams. And it is, yeah. I get... Uh, 
a sense of euphoria from playing these old Mario games, yeah. which I actually don't do that often. Like, when was the last time any of us played Mario 1? Uh, it's been a while. It's been a while. Been a while. Harder than you Sorry. remember, and Mario World is awesome. <laughs> it's like, I, like, and all that, there's a giant game, there's a game out now, at about now, it's Friday, right? Yeah, it is yes. September 11th. Uh, don't forget. Happy, happy 9-11, everybody. Yeah. Yay. Jesus Christ. Light, light both your cakes or whatever the fuck you're supposed to do. <laughs> and oh, and, and uh, get in the spirit of rebuilding <laughs> with Super Mario. Oh, yeah. fuck you. Oh, somebody make a 9-11 level, please. Uh, make a, twin ta- a pair of twin towers uh, and then jump over them. I wonder how good Nintendo is uh, taking that stuff down. But anyway, yeah, the playing of it is awesome, and people are making really cool things. And as a Mario fanboy... Yes. And this is the 30th anniversary of Super Mario Brothers. Not mm-hmm. Mario himself. He's like 34, I believe, because 81 is Donkey Kong. All right, calm down. But this is the 30th anniversary of Super, Super Mario, Mario Brothers. Brothers. Mm-hmm. And so you get to celebrate all that in this game. And that you can have the skin. You can skin levels, you know, Super Mario, yeah. Super Mario 3, Super Mario World, New Super Mario. What about that is pretty cool. And mm-hmm. that you can... And Mix them all together. You can make fav- fucking music. My favorite bit is that you can, uh, with the graphics, mm-hmm. is that you have to... The enemy types have to exist all the way to New You, mm-hmm. even though they didn't exist even in like yeah. three. And so they have to make a Wiggler for three. They have to design what There's a Chain Chomp would have looked. Yeah, they have to design what a Chain Chomp would have looked like in Super Mario Brothers One. But like, more, more to Michael's criticism of because I'm with you on this, but mm-hmm. I don't want to be the person who's like because I say it all the time. I don't want to make my own game. I pay you to make a game for me. Yes. Uh, however, it's been a slog to make. I did like doing stuff on PC, like kind of messing around making Dune levels, even ones I never intended to play. It was fun to build stuff. It's fun to play Minecraft. And the gamepad. But the gamepad is the big new shit. Like, I, I, I am all... Almost 80% on board if you've seen the tutorials of the gamepad, how easy it is to drag shit around a level. You're not moving a cursor. You're mm-hmm. touching where you want things to go. Yeah. Grabbing another coin block, Man, boom, put it there. That's pretty cool. There should, yeah. be, a, there should be a SimCity on Wii U now that that, like, that makes oh me think God. of it. EA yeah. doesn't publish games. Yeah, they won't. They, yeah. Yeah, but they, should talk, they should talk to Maxis and have them bring out the old fucking Will, Mr. Dr. That, Wright character. Yeah, that one. Yeah, and like, <laughs> seriously, make a SimCity SNES remake. Yeah, the time is now. Yeah, and I'd also also... You don't just have Karibo shoes in this game. You also have high heels that Mario yeah, can get the in deal with around in. It's Sexy just one, as fuck. They, they make up a few weird um, new power-ups yeah. for this game. Look, which Mario's really gender like. is fluid. Mm-hmm. He, sometimes oh, he yeah. likes to wear high heels. Well, have you seen the... I don't know if you've seen it, but in Triforce Warriors, you can dress up your... Uh, yeah, Link can just be Link's a girl. all the time. Well, Link will wear the high... Ladies. Like, he'll wear Zelda's dress. Mm-hmm. He'll wear a cheerleader outfit. He can... My it's, masculinity it's is threatened by this. Well, I gotta say, I, know, I think I know. Hashtag Rest assured, I will. I will be petitioning <laughs> Nintendo about this. Uh, yes, that'll play well in the flyover states. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think it's strange that it's a sixty-dollar package, though. Well, this deal's over at this point. But if you're a Prime mm. member, you can get it for fifty, which is why I bought it. Oh. Uh, and it also, I do. I want to play the games, and I want to play what everybody else makes. I bet there's going to yeah. be some really cool stages out there. If you're I, a best, if you live near a Best Buy. And I might take advantage of this. If you buy Super Mario Maker, you get $20 off Splatoon or Super Smash Brothers, which are games I don't actually own yet and I wanted to buy. That's a great deal. If I didn't own Splatoon, I would buy Splatoon. Yeah. I will. I would do that, but I already bought it on Amazon. Mm -hmm. That's a good deal. But yeah, it's... 
I think it's strange that this is kind of Nintendo's big game it for the their, fall. It is their last big game. Mark well, my words. Except for the news segment. Which last we'll big game, period? No, no, no. Yes. No, the rest of this... Okay, yes. so... Of Nintendo forever? No. They're gonna, they're gonna at least No more out, Nintendo after this? There's no, that Legend that. of Zelda, but it'll probably be happening. on NX. Mm. It'll be on NX. I bet it it'll will be. It'll be multi-platform. But... Dude, fuck you. It will, it will not, be. man. It will not. It's like Twilight Princess. Oh, if by multi-platform you mean that across yeah. two Nintendo yeah. platforms. Yeah. So buy okay, the yes. buy the Wii U version because they won't make much of that, and it'll be rare. Yeah, I should sell buy that one in my time. GameCube one. But anyways, no, there's also Yoshi's Woolly World, which just feels old to us because it's been out in every <gasps> every Wait, country. Wait, that's out this ours. week? No, no, it's out in October. Oh, okay. I'm t- talking about the rest of their fall. Oh, they have that in October, and then they say Star Fox Zero oh, will right, be out Star this Fox. year. Yeah, so. Uh, like what? Well, I haven't been paying a hundred percent attention to this game, but Ugh. I saw like um, you can use like the Wii Fit Trainer sprites in this game. Like ah, it, yes. it, so anything you have an amiibo. For, well, not every amiibo, like most but the Smash most Brothers of the, amiibos. Most of the Smash Brothers amiibos then create a sprite for that Smash Brothers amiibo and, in there, including Sonic, including Mega Man. Yeah. Oh, no, I don't know what Mega Man's in there. I can't Sonic, say Mega Man, Sonic has a Mario sprite. Sonic, Neat. yeah. Uh, and the Sonic, Wii Fit Trainer one Mark, happens to be Wii great. It is it is an awesome sprite. DK. So, so I'm going to finally have to open my Mega Man and Sheik Amiibos if I want to play as them. Are those the only two you have? I, I also have uh, the Girl Inkling and uh, Toon Link and a bunch of what other What a weird ones, collection. Actually. Why those are the only Inkling? ones I have boxed still. And I have all of them. Oh. Again, thank you, Nick. I, that was the... The nicest gift anybody's ever. I have yarn me. Yoshi. I have so, I have a Sanic. A Sanic. So I, I can play Sanic. as a Sanic. So I've realized, like streaming, uh, well, playing Mario Brothers and uh, the the uh, Japanese version of Mario Two with you guys is like, it's it's more fun to play a level that is so hard mm-hmm. and like the very brief sense of accomplishment you get out of like nailing something mm-hmm. that I want to I want to like download the hardest levels because you yeah. have to you have to prove that you can complete them before we, they're uploaded at this point uh, yeah. we have streamed on our Nintendo stream on Thursday youtube.com slash laser time network Mario 2 slash lost levels and we were playing that this week and I'm like it, there's nothing that'll get you amped for Mario Maker more than that. like this is still fun yeah. but ridiculous and like this is a ridiculously hard but also kind of clever in certain and points. yeah it's fun just to think of like the developers yeah like like knowing your expectation and then tweaking yeah. like let me put if I space these two Goombas like five pixels just apart so. you yeah. will jump on I them and miss that second jump and then get killed Danielle Riendo had pointed that out to us that are uh, she's been playing she's it. been playing it in the stuff that they uh Patricia had posted on Kotaku, mm-hmm. but there's a bunch of levels, and I don't know how to describe it, but it's like Mario levels that you don't play. Where like you mm-hmm. move Mario forward and someone has designed an intricate Rube Goldberg machine that carries Mario <laughs> through a through a level. Or to, I think <laughs> oh, somebody wow. had somebody had made one that plays that uh Rick rolls you. Like Jeez, it, it hits wow. it hits music notes just to play oh, uh, That's another thing. You, you can make your own sound effects yeah. in the game too, which I uh. I think I believe I saw because Danielle shared one of her making something that would just fart. It's, it's not only really good, it's just like I, like I was only sort of worried for Nintendo. I'm like, did you just give away the formula to the only thing you do well? I think they've been talking a lot about <laughs> like this, but, but you know, he'd been wanting to make a... Miyamoto, uh, somebody pulled up a quote from a 2009 interview of Miyamoto saying like, he wanted to do this user-created Mario thing for a while now. So. I hate these games. Please, somebody take this off of my plate. <laughs> I, I want, want you to make, make them. I've been doing the same thing for 40 years. If I make Jesus one Christ. of these, you will make all the rest of them. Please you think stop. I like smiling by putting my chin in my throat? I hate this. <laughs> there was, I hate this. There was a really cool... Make your own Mario. I did see a really cool video of him playing a stage made by uh, Michel Sale. 
It was, uh, that was at oh, a yeah. French oh. event. It was at a French event from about a month ago. Yeah, and they contracted a bunch of other des- uh, like designers to develop Shit. small levels. I want to play that. Yeah. So, what did Cliffy B design? Um, Cliffy, Cliffy B designed a PC only. From what I says, no, it's not PC only. From what I know about Michelle Ancel, this level probably had a lot of penises in it. Yes, Ooh. probably. Me, his team members, <laughs> though, not it, him. Who are drawing the, the I, penises? I bet he underwear. like texted his team members, and they're like, uh, "Put the penis in the level. The Who beat. Put the beat." <laughs> the penis should make a Mario grill. Uh, that was not French. I don't know what that conversation makes me nervous. Uh, Tearaway Unfolded. Uh, this is. I'm very curious which, about if this. If you miss Tearaway on Vita, it's a remake with a bunch of new bells and whistles. Yep. This game, when I saw it announced at Gamescom a year ago, uh, I said, This is the death of the PS Vita right here. Mm. This was the last mm. real exclusive the PS Vita had that was like, you could only do this on the PS Vita. And <laughs> this was Sony saying. We don't care, and we well, want this to be a PS4 well, game. Well, more that like this game is great and didn't necessarily yeah. find an audience, and here's another place for it to mm-hmm. do that. My big concern is that like I thought this is one of the most charming games I have ever played, mm-hmm. and a ton of that had to do with it being on Vita. Yeah, touchscreen customization. Yeah. Well, they've got the touchpad. They've got the touchpad. Making you the star of the game, the god of the game, seeing your own triple chin as you're well, lying in bed yeah. playing. And they, I mean, it's going to be kind of weird. Like it's I, got camera integration, but you have to own the yeah, camera. I, I like the touchpad integration and in that, like, you could poke what looked like your fingers up into the yeah. world yeah. through the floor. And the back camera would nobody film ever your own the, floor. Nobody ever used the goddamn. It used all these things that only they used in the PS Vita. Mm-hmm. That back touch was useless to every single other person and, alive. And so my but. concern now is, is this just a floaty platformer without all those <laughs> charming mm. bells and whistles? Media Molecule only knows floaty platformers. <laughs> they, just don't, they just hire just hire one guy from Nintendo, just offer him a million dollars and get him to teach you how to make jumps that are good. Oh, uh, he's Japanese. <laughs> you know the money is meaningless. By yeah. the, I thought Terraway had okay. Like that, that it never had bothered good me. Jumps. No, it, yeah. it had good jumps. No, I, I don't. I don't. Good st- jumps. You know what had really good jumps and needs to come to PS4? Gravity Rush. What's that? Yeah, yeah. that was yeah. my very yeah. favorite game from the Vita. That one I oh, think man. is impossible to port. Great soundtrack too. It's your favorite game the year it came out or something. Yes. I uh, it's it's a handheld open world game totally unlike anything else. Mm-hmm. You could continually basically rotate the entire world in your perspective of it, yep. which was yeah. amazing. And I love the art design too. Art design was amazing. Uh, I will also say that I uh, <laughs> I haven't told this story before on the podcast. I insulted the well, I didn't insult, but uh, I ate I ate tempura wrong in front of the creator of Gravity Rush on uh, on the PS Vita cruise, which was one of the worst trips I've ever been on, uh, or one of the worst gaming trips I've ever been on. How did you eat tempura P- wrong? Uh, well, I use the wrong sauce. I use soy sauce on instead of tempura sauce. And you he, asshole! He, I put the I poured tempura sauce or I pulled, poured soy sauce in the tempura bowl, oh, and he was just making <gasps> movements like uh, 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 and then I was just like. Dip, chop, what? Like, He's fuck like, you, this uh, tastes good. He's like, it probably could have been a shoe and the American would have eaten it. <laughs> I would eat a fried shoe. I'm chew. deeply invested in how you eat your food. By, by the way, Tearaway is not the reality show that Tara Reid hosted where she visited exotic <laughs> locales. That's Tara Dice you're thinking of, guys. Tearaway would have been a better one. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll tear away my clothes. I, I really like Tearaway a lot. Yeah. And, I, and I, w- I hope for the best of it. I just, I don't know... If I would have loved it as much playing it on a PS4, I had an argument over: is it the best Vita game or not? Wait, wait, wait! wait. You can play a Vita, you can play your PS4 with a Vita. 
right? Uh, yes, but this is made yeah, for the but PS4. That's a bit different. They yeah. did they, from the trailer. I recall from last year's Gamecom, Gamescom, they made stuff for it to play on the PS4. Well, they, you know, here, here's the thing: some games have built-in functionality, so that yeah. you can use the Vita as a controller. But mm-hmm. not every game, and that takes extra money to devise. So if the hell, I'm not ten. I understand how it works. Okay, I just, but right. like the game was already designed some to do that. Some people don't. The Some game was already designed. So when a video game is be. done, it's sent to a factory and pressed onto a disc sometimes. God damn it! That costs money. But perce- uh, Money is a legal tender used in the procurement of goods <laughs> and or services. Some people think the PS4 should be playable like a Wii U, oh where God. every game has a second <laughs> screen. Uh, so the, all right, I will. I though I still say Persona 4 Golden is the best Vita game, not, not wrong. terrible. All right, big, fine. Big wrong. That's not really what the conversation's about, but Dropsy Persona 4 the Clown. Gold is on you would love Persona 4 week. just as much on an iPhone. Shh, Dropsy the Clown. Oh, I want to play Dropsy yeah. so PC. bad. On PC. Looks he just super creepy. Hugged. Yeah, he just wants to be hugged. Yeah, Dropsy. Only communicate oh, we, should with been, we should have streamed Dropsy this week. Is that yeah. it? Yeah. Oh, oh well. Bitter, bitter news and bad new, releases, new release news. Armor Krog was delayed. That was our stream. Yep, it um, got delayed three weeks. And for some God reason, Castle it. Crashers Remastered came out on a Wednesday instead of Tuesday. I, I yeah. thought, like, I was Xbox sure I had, had, like... That was uh, last gen. ...divested themselves of it. Like, they did. Now, we, now we'll put out games when everybody puts them out. Not a day later, because that's arbitrarily when we decided we put out all of our video games. I, I don't but know. But now, yeah, Castle Crashers, maybe that's just, like, um, uh, the behemoth is just still is stuck in that, like... Maybe. It's gotta be Wednesday, right? <laughs> oh, fuck. No, I, I have a feeling it comes with an unfortunate delay that we haven't heard about. Mm. But it's but, weird, because it, I want to see, how do you remaster a game that's supposed to look like an old cartoon? Yeah, I can't see how different it's going to look on the Xbox One. I just think it'll just be well, there's playable. A, there's a new multiplayer mini, mini game. There's a ton Ooh. of new stuff, though. Ooh, um, but I, I can't wait. That game, there are a few, there are a few instances of just pure bliss that, that rival Castle, cra- castle Crashers. It is well, so good. Well, what is Dropsy the Clown? I have not heard oh, it's, of it. Oh, uh, it was a Kickstarted game featuring yep. a disgusting clown. <laughs> originated ju- on something awful. Oh, did it? Yes. Okay, that makes all the sense in, in the fucking universe. Yeah. Uh, and it's it, it's it's it feels like it very much feels like an Adult Swim game. It's like all he wants yeah, to do is yeah. hug people, mm-hmm. and it's a point and click adventure. Yep. Yeah, I have not played it. I, we should have streamed it. God damn if it. we worked it, if we worked at a big website, we would have had a visit from a guy in a clown suit to Maybe. show us the oh, game. God. He's, he's, I like, saw pictures. Would, of we would have seen it so perfectly pictures, here. I've seen yeah. pictures of the game. Unfortunately, that's as far as my uh, no, I I've paid attention to. But like that clown looks fucking horrifying. Yeah. See, he yeah. looked so out of place in all these like. Super fancy San Francisco tech offices, but if he had come here <laughs> and we took photos, they'd be like, "Oh, this drops you back into his house now." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is that the room that he murders all the children everywhere. in? This, this is, is where he belongs. <laughs> Uh, not not like aren't tech bros like all afraid of clowns now? Isn't that like the fashionable thing to be afraid? Is that of clowns? the cool joke now? And the, yeah, like oh, clowns it's fucking clowns terrifying. in my space. I don't know. I don't follow any of those dudes on Facebook. But what I will say is that Sega published a game this week. Unbelievably. What? I don't believe you. A Japanese game. What? Here? No. Hatsune Miku Project Mirai Deluxe DX. That does is, that really count as a game? It is a 3DS game in a package. Hey, you can on, buy it in retail. She was on Letterman. <laughs> she was. <laughs> Is being in a box the only requirement I, to be a game? Why, why did people, they? Because I can be in a box right now. I wish they would have filmed David Letterman have, telling him that this was coming up on his show. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. So this uh, woman's coming? No, Dave, it's not a woman. Uh huh. Uh huh. Okay, so what do I? I don't know. I don't have any more improv here. He's going like, to play a video. Air yeah. singles on yeah. iTunes and you can get our game on the Vita. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be right back. Uh, yeah, like. Are those your drums? <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, so the I guess the project I guess Hatsune Miku does all right in America now. They're actually publishing it and putting mm-hmm. out boxed copies of it. You know, retail retail level games. There, there is if this game only sold so well, it could be. You know, it could just be some regular old downloadable, like, um, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, Project Yumi, and, uh, or Yumi's Odd Odyssey. But they're putting it in a box, so clearly it's not too weird in Japanese for the 3DS audience. All right. Well, let's move along to the News. other segment everyone's dying to talk about. Oh, sweet. But did you want to start with that uh, uh, news story you yeah, shared with me? Weird news story. To, uh, as, as of the time we're recording this, that uh, Eurogamer talked to <laughs> Nintendo. Eurogamer had a lot of interviews with yeah. Nintendo yeah. this week. And they, they said, like, oh, Super Mario Galaxy 3 won't be coming out for Wii U. It'll, it'll come out. If, it'll if, we, if we do it, it'll be on yeah, the yeah. next system. And just some of the the stuff like, well, Super Mario uh, or New Super Mario Brothers U sold way better than any Super Mario Galaxy game. Mm-hmm. So Nintendo's sort of of the mindset now that like 2D is accessible, 3D scares people. But they're holding out hope that because Splatoon sold so well that more people are adjusting to the idea of controlling a 3D camera the way That's everybody's singular. been doing since 1995. No, excuse me, which the way they built it. Yes. They built the, the controllable way they invented 3D camera almost 20 years ago. And the well, idea the idea that Miyamoto says, "Well, yeah, 3D games make people sick." What the fuck are you talking so, about? I know Well, no, they said that they got complaints <laughs> that Super Mario 3D made or 64 made people sick. Yeah, we fit made me sick. Nintendo so lives in a they I mean, it is a Galapagos Island type deal mm-hmm. of just Hey, we're in our own. Yeah. Oh, we invented this thing. Well, people invented it over there. We don't see them, you know. Then I think that's how Nintendo thinks. I also think uh, this is a preview of something I talked about on an upcoming Retronaut. So keep an ear out for that. Oh, but can you give us a hint that Nintendo has been afraid of 3D <clears throat> Mario's pushing people away ever since Super Mario 64? They've said this many times before that. Super Mario 64 caused a huge divide in their group. That There were people who loved Super Mario 64, and then the people who said, I don't get this. This mm. third dimension, not for me. And Nintendo blames that on a big drop-off in customers. And they tried to, uh, you'll see from Sunshine to Galaxy to Galaxy 2, they were trying to make it more friendly. And in fact, Galaxy 2 in Japan... Mm-hmm. came with a DVD to explain how to play 3D games. Oh, wow. And on top of that, uh, it also had the first ever guide ver- thing in the game of showing you, oh, are you? have you been dying too much? Here's Cosmic Luna to show up, to, or Rosalina. Cosmic Rosalina to show up and say, here's the four places you jump. See, it's that easy. And so, and then, but then when they made the new Mario games, those sold way better like Super Mario Galaxy 2 sold 6 million copies, very good. Mm-hmm. Not 30 million copies like Jesus. New Super Mario Brothers. I understand. Yeah. I, I get it. I mean, it's the same thing like people keep all like got, keep getting on uh, mm-hmm. uh what is it? Epic? The, the the developer that made Shadow Complex. 
Oh yeah, well, uh, chair. people, yeah, yeah, chair, not people. Yeah, chair, and then everyone's like, oh, they should make a Shadow Complex too. Be great. No, they're making tons of money with uh, that iPhone game. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, Infinity names. Blade. Yeah. Infinity Blade's the shit. Yeah, yeah, and it like so why go back to making something that makes less money when you're making hand over fist money with? Because that's what uh, Nintendo uh, does. Uh, well, so so three because because in the same news in the same story with Eurogamer, they just announced Pikmin Four. Well, I think the, the answer is because done. Ben Affleck doesn't just do movies like Bounce or Reindeer yeah. Games. He does those to pay for the prestige projects that he likes to do. Steve yeah. Martin, yeah, uh, does the same thing. I think that, that like yeah. the happy medium is 3D World, where it's uh, it's a Mario game that's on sort of a uh, path like yeah, Crash and they, they mentioned that like this is a way to make 3D more palatable be, by making it. it very linear and not very 3D. <laughs> I yeah, know, but those were those were both super fun. Games. I know they I were. I love Land and World. I love 3D Land, 3D World. Those were both made in responses to say like, what if we made? Well, let's take our new Super Mario Brothers lessons and put them in a 3D world. Yeah. 3D Land and World. I I actually really love the idea of having these, you know, platforms floating in space that you're not in this big open world and it's mm-hmm. just you're jumping from a platform to a platform. It's almost like Galaxy of the little planetoids. I actually prefer Galaxy's planetoids mm-hmm. to 3D World's little places, but still, yeah, I think I think they've really gone onto something with 3D World. I wouldn't mind a 3D World too if they did it. I, don't have, I have no idea how those did in comparison to... They did well. Well, there's no way to compare it. Like, I think, guess on, but on Wii U. Okay, like, New Super Mario Brothers U did outsell 3D World, but not, not as big as you think. Yeah, but, but it's... New Super Mario Brothers outsold everything on Wii U, I think, combined. Probably. Well, that was also... I, I, bet, I bet Cart has sold about as well. Mm, mm. Uh, I don't know. Call of Duty Black Ops 2. Oh, by the way, guys, if you still don't Mass own Wii whatever, U, three. you mm-hmm. can buy one through our Amazon links. There's a new bundle out this oh, week. That's you true. get $2.99. It comes with uh, Mario Kart 8 and Nintendo Land, a.k.a. a coaster. Like, they're really still <laughs> sticking pretty close to the price points of the uh, much more yeah. popular consoles. It's very Weird. strange. They really mm-hmm. should just slash the price, but they just keep yeah. packing stuff in it. And, then, and the pack price. in Splatoon. Oh, it also comes... It really is Ma- one of the best games this it's year. It's the Mario Kart 8 DLC yeah, along with that. I, I only played the fucking beta. I've Wait, what's well, coming in Mario Kart, Mario Let Kart me 8 now? It. There's is no it? more DLC. It's just the old deal. It's the oh, DLC it's that's come to date. Yeah. Right. Hey, by the way, did you hear that Mega Man's getting a movie? I read it on the internet. It must be true. <laughs> <laughs> I, if only there was someone we could ask. Nope, uh, sure uh, isn't. But, uh, yeah, that was something that... Uh, Have you I, ever seen a movie told in 8X? <laughs> I can't wait. Well, I can't wait. Well, Chris, as I know, every time I read about even a production deal for a movie, those movies always happen and always they come do. out. Can't so. wait. I can't wait to watch my Uncharted movie DVD. Uh, also, right. The Lost Planet well, Peter, movie. Yeah. Peter Jackson's Halo movie. is going to be the shit. Yeah. So many movies get made. It's not like Avia Rod just signs a deal with people and then <laughs> has a reason to have a press conference and then nothing happens. That's, that's not the case. Thank you for all coming to Dubai. Borderlands is the movie. Bye bye. <laughs> uh, enjoy, and then everybody walks away, eats their free food, and mm-hmm. goes to gamble in Dubai. Like it was pretty good. Those colluding film journalists. Mm. Oh yeah, Dave. Uh, what did you think of that trailer for that BBC Grand Theft Auto thing? Yeah, I, I wrote about movie? it. There's like a BBC series about yeah, the making of Grand Theft Auto. Been talking with, about it for a long, long time. Daniel Radcliffe. The Housers yeah. are suing. Yeah, which either means they're super accurate or super not accurate. That is so funny because they're the guys who they 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 make fun of and tell the Everybody. story of every person. Yeah. Like yeah. they and they're no, absolutely right. They send yeah. up and parody fucking everybody. And it's not like so Daniel Radcliffe is playing one of the Hauser brothers. It's not like he's like 
portraying them as like I don't know. I just the trailer, which I wrote a story about on Laser Time. But besides the fact that it's a BBC trailer and BBC trailers suck. I remember like <laughs> when I when I would you know visit relatives in Ireland and watch the BBC. I'm like every single trailer for every show, every movie that they're t- that they're that's upcoming has the same amount of levity to it. It could be Schindler's Ooh. List or the, a new episode of The Simpsons. <laughs> but they see, cut it together the same. For same everything. way. And this is also like that. I'm like, I don't, I, I can't really tell how serious this is going to be. But like, at least Daniel Radcliffe's just playing him like a guy who wants to reinvent video games, mm-hmm. not like a like, duh. What is this game I'm making? Well, like, it's a pretty big deal to get Daniel Radcliffe. You would think he, yeah. he can be a choosy guy. He can sign on to what he wants. Yeah, he's I just, would think. he's just chosen flops since uh, Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah, he's just like, <laughs> oh, I get like to wear. Somebody's never seen that quiz. I get to wear <laughs> fake horns. I'll do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get to be naked next to a horse on stage. Mm-hmm. I get to saw off limbs and be really gross next to John Hamm. Did you know <laughs> that in the Equus uh, stage play, the his uh, his adoptive father from the movies, uh, Durs, the Dursley, Durs, whatever, oh, okay, yeah. Vernon Dursley. Yeah, he he played his he played his psychiatrist. Oh in the, wow! In the, so yeah, it was. Really interesting to see like Harry Potter nude next to his his dad. <laughs> he wasn't nude the whole time. Was no, he? but he gets he gets caught like, in the horse stable by that guy, so oh, he yeah. is naked oh, with him. Okay. Hey, also there was that long naked with Uncle Vernon. That's our new podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and lastly, there was that um, that lawsuit is apparently over between Des- the that Destiny composer. That was absolutely fascinating. Yeah, um, I, well, I like how lawsuits like that reveal the shit you never hear about. Well, then you the don't scenes. really understand. Like, it's weird to think of a composer as a full time salaried person with stock in the company, but that's mm-hmm. exactly what's uh, Martin. Martin, yeah, uh, Dest- uh, the Bungie, the Bungie composer, and it all came about over a, a Destiny trailer with that Activision made, removed his music, and put and, in some new music, and put in new music, and he got so upset uh, he became disruptive person and was fired without cause by Bungie, Martin even O'Donnell. though he, he's a stockholder in the company. And he's mm-hmm. like, "Fuck you guys!" Yeah, uh, and he, on grounds that he was being uh, what do they call it? Uh, not a deceptive person, uh, well, he a disruptive help- person. Disruptive. Yeah, he was not helping them, and and also it revealed that like a lot of story got cut and changed in 2013. That was also he's like, "We we need you to do." 10 years worth of Destiny's music and you have three months to do it and then maybe we'll fire you. Yeah. Like, and we, you, might, you, use you, we also, might use it. I mean, that's crazy to think too. Like, write 10 years of music. Everything changes in a game so much before shipping that yeah. is that almost just feels too presumptive on their yeah. part. Yeah. Of like, yeah, we'll... We'll, well leave this ten years. Uh, I, this hasn't been what, in any. Paul segment. McCartney was willing to do it. At all, you saying I, you're better than him? Uh, yeah. I've, I've jumped in with the Laser Time Clan. My uh, buddy Spiculis back home got Destiny. I've been playing with him. I've been playing a lot more. Two point mm-hmm. has already dropped. Taken King is out next week. I am r- once again bitten by the Destiny bug. People are saying Nolan North and yep. his n- the new no- voices are released to the world. And they're saying Nolan North is better. I did have another news story, especially because Dave and Henry were here. Oh, so Mike. the guy got ninety five just to finish it. He got ninety five thousand dollars in unpaid wages and one hundred forty two thousand in profit sharing for his work. Okay, on this has I hope three four three takes him back because he he yeah, just made I, the iconic I, Halo I think theme. They did. I did wonder they? how much of that went to his attorneys and agent. Well, yeah, probably most of it. Yes, probably. But it, like, probably. I think he joined that company thinking he was in there for the long haul and got yeah. kind of, you know, summarily dismissed kind of over, for shitty reasons. So he might be entitled to something because he's a vital part of that. They're they're all a bunch. I just wonder, like, if like like Destiny Two or whatever new DLC comes out, like 
will the music still have that same kind of iconic? Because he made he made the Halo theme. Well, and like everybody's when, been copying him this yeah. long time. Like, still, it's tough to like. You know, sometimes you can tell with a really good composer. Okay, I have a small news story, but Henry, Dave, it's specifically yeah. for you. Michael will hate me, <laughs> okay. and you're only allowed to talk to uh, talk about it for two minutes. Okay. Uh, on Raw this I'm week, walking, I'm watching the clock. On Raw this week, uh, yep. Xavier Woods played <laughs> yeah. the Final Fantasy theme on the trombone. Woo-hoo. Please set up briefly who New Day is. So the, and what, what new day so is. So the new day started out as like these happy go lucky guys who clap and try to get the audience to clap with them. They're all black. Yeah, they're the happy dancing guys. They were initially, but they got angry because people weren't clapping with them. No, people, people were actively booing them and they, they were, just embraced it and turned themselves into new characters that now everybody loves. Yeah, and they basically are every week they basically try to break the internet. Like they'll they specifically dance after every win. Like they won the Super Bowl in a way that will be highly gifable. Yes. So I'm not surprised at all that this week, like he, like one of the wrestlers has started bringing a trombone to Starts the ring. Starts playing a tr- It's why wrestling is special. Mm-hmm. Whatever yes. your sport does, one of them doesn't play the trombone in the middle of the match. Xavier Woods happen. is a super cool guy. He has his own like his, tw- yeah. stream. He has his own YouTube he's, channel. He has his own YouTube channel, and he's appeared on Giant Bomb multiple here's times. Here's the clip of him playing Final Fantasy. They are that happened in an arena. They are by far the best part of WWE every year. <laughs> They're the best, and I think it's it reminds me of. Am going to get a time check on these? I'm guys? just going to say this reminds me of the whole stuff with We've got uh, about 30 seconds with Damian Mizdow. That this yeah. is so funny and so awesome, and I think WWE will screw it up eventually and and, and ruin this golden goose. Know. But I, right I, now, it's very good. I like to think of them as the modern day version of The Rock. And not just because they're racially, not racially, uh, but like no, they were hated and they turned it 180 degrees around, and now are like the most popular guys. Everything they do every week is just loved by people. So sorry, sorry, done, done. Look for his YouTube page. All right, should we just go into the finale then? Unless there's other news. Yeah, let's jump into the community segment. Indeed. Last week's question of the week, as you may remember, was if you had to pick your single favorite PS1 game, what would it be? Ooh. I think you guys were all here last week. I right? was not. You were not? Oh, uh, what was yours? But like uh, Psylocke rules in our forum, I chose I choose Tobal 2, Whoa. which is the Japan-only sequel. Psylocke rules is not yeah. the first to respond. Yeah, but uh, so uh, yeah, I choose Tobal 2. Uh, it was the game that I modded my PlayStation 1 for because I loved Tobal number 1. Which came with Final Fantasy VII. Mm-hmm. I like, I, you know, I played a bit of the demo, but then I loved Tobal One. Tobal Two is even better. It's got you can. It, it, the first one had this RPG light mode where you would just. That's how you could get mm-hmm. unlock yeah, all the boss it was, characters. It was like a first person dungeon crawler. Really. Yeah, and then Tobal mm-hmm. Two made it into this like eight hour mode where it's kind of like Pokemon. You'd have to like weaken enemies and then throw something at them to capture yeah. them, and then you could use them in single player mode. So basically, it had a roster of like. 250 characters. Ooh, I did this exact same thing, man. Yeah, it was, exact, it, was, it was a really great game. It uh, is so but Michael was right. You almost broke his brain by not starting with the first responder. It's not um, my brain. It's first, a promise I make to the listeners <laughs> the every week. was Moan for Stallone, a glorious man, uh, who, said, who said, ain't nothing sweeter than the original Tenchu Stealth Assassins. I had so yeah. much fun 
with that original century. Terrible game. dubbing. Yeah. But, uh, but great game. And the U.S. version added like two levels that weren't in the Japanese mm-hmm. original. Mm-hmm. He goes on to say random stealth kill animations, poison sushi, mm-hmm. and grappling hooks galore. Mm-hmm. Made this a, a Bushido, uh, made this a Bushido inspired Metal Gear Solid extravaganza. Like, I don't know, at the time, real next gen yeah. shit. Yeah. I think more games should let you just leave poison food on the ground <laughs> that enemies will come along and just eat. Yes. Yeah. Like, I know oh, I'm on guard duty, piece, but Piece well, of sushi yeah. in the middle of the forest. I guess I'll eat that. I, well, that is such a delicacy. And that's, yeah. that's following uh, video game logic where, like, heroes will bust open an oil drum and, like, find a chicken inside my game and eat this. <laughs> At least with the Metal I'm Gear. Gonna they, shit everywhere for a week. In but Metal Gear, they only read things on the ground. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Oh, I'm so turned on by this Playboy right now. <laughs> oh, oh, I got to jerk off where I'm standing. Latex condom. <laughs> Boy, I sure would like to live in one of those. <laughs> uh, so Tanga said, Castlevania Symphony of yes. Night, no question. It's the biggest turning mm. point in the entire series. I just played it because Castlevania was, and still is, my favorite series ever. I didn't care that it played almost nothing like the previous games, but I thought it looked gorgeous, sounded sublime, and was and I was cool playing. Uh, I was cool with playing as that vampire dude from Castlevania Three instead of a Belmont. When I realized how different it was, I didn't feel ripped off, but enlightened that Castlevania had become something more than anyone expected it to be. Symphony became the template for the rest of the series, for better or worse. But I still consider it to be the highest watermark Konami achieved on the PlayStation. Until Metal Gear Solid, at least. <laughs> and until Silent Hill after that. That's a lot of uh, ifs. There. <laughs> Konami <laughs> was a pretty big yeah. defining force in what the PlayStation happened? Yeah, but also, hey, guess what? what? What's What holds up the best when you play it now? Symphony oh. of the Night, Metal mm-hmm. Gear Solid 1, or Silent Hill? Metal Gear Solid 1. Stop Symphony it. of the Night. Stop it. Mm-hmm. Symphony of the Night. Cotton. Um, <laughs> Tranquil Ben says, I am the same age as the PlayStation, so I pretty much Whoa. missed out on the console's heyday. Uh, however, when I got my PS2 on uh, the early 2000s, PS1 games were still in stock. Uh, with all that said, my favorite PS1 game was Spyro the Year of the Dragon. Uh, I had the game recommended to me by my third grade teacher of all people, and it was easy to convince my parents to buy it because it was really cheap in 2004. Uh, the game's platforming and story got, uh, instantly, got me instantly hooked, and I played the game seven times in the span of a year. It's a shame that the Spyro <laughs> series went downhill after that, and now he's just a character in a sea of Skylanders action figures. Curse you, Vivendi Activision. Yeah, I do remember, like, Spyro was kind of like, when it came out, like, oh, that looks really good, but yeah. it looks also really young. I remember getting really bored. Like, this is a game for toddlers. Yep. It felt like the babyest Spe- of the... <laughs> Not to yeah. keep plugging our YouTube channel, we played a PlayStation 1 game from 2004 on our shit show last week. If you've yeah. Never, you've never seen Hellboy... Uh, Asylum Seeker. Asylum Seeker. It is oh, a... PS1 game that came out in 04. What's that, like three, four years after the PS2 yes. release? Two, four. It is incredible, wonderful dog shit. So I, it, was, it was a 2000 PC game that then they just found out they could publish on the PS1 the same day as the film, the first film coming out, so they just dumped it and Sony didn't give a shit. Uh, so, Slain oh, Puddle yeah. says, Pepsi Man! That's on our YouTube channel. That was a lot of fun. It was a. It's an endless runner. It is, before it is endless the, as far as I'm concerned, the original endless runner. Yeah. Uh, also, <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. Brendel said, "Metal Gear Solid. It's not just my favorite PS1 game, but it's my video game franchise of all time." Yoji Shinkawa's art style was what got me interested in manga. Hideo Kojima is one of the people that got me interested in Japanese games and anime. I feel MGS is important to me for influencing the interests that I still have today. Just like in my favorite anime. <laughs> I felt like yeah, it felt like you read that like Otacon talks. <laughs> uh, Actually, that would be like 
Metal Gear Solid. It's not just my favorite PS1 game. <laughs> it's too late. I slept with my mom. Uh, Keegan, Keegan says <laughs> I had a lot of gross. I had a lot of favorites, but Chrono Cross stands out to me uh, a little more than others. Everyone loves Chrono Trigger so much that I feel like Chrono Cross uh, often is forgotten, but it is an enormous, beautiful game with a wonderful soundtrack. I'd love to see it get some re-release in the future, but who knows if that would ever happen. Uh, well, I guess you can't uh, say never say never. I mean, remake everything FF7. gets remade. If that's if that's remarkable, if that's if, if that's remotely cost effective and successful, that's all Square will do. I can't imagine Chrono Cross is like at the bottom of a lot of lists. Yeah, probably. Uh, Curious Quail says an honest but boring answer would be FF Seven. Ah. The game blew my goddamn mind when it came out, and for the but for the sake of discussion, anyone else remember the first Wild Arms? Yep. yep. Weird SNES style JRPG with 3D polygon battle sequences and a space western setting that is so overt it's straight up rip off. More, uh, straight up rips off Morricone's Good, the Bad, and the Ugly uh-huh, theme yeah. song. It was a great placeholder for FF7 since it came out a few months beforehand, seemingly from out of nowhere. I have a lot of fond memories of the game. That, that game, game was is so good. great. I, I love, love the soundtrack. Just, have, to, have we done a VG Empire? Hang on. Well, I I need to, yes, I need to take a second to plug, plug that because this week, our next upcoming VG yes. Empire is its 100th episode. If, if any of those proper nouns you've heard in the last two passages, <clears throat> Uh, click the if, warm and fuzzy part of your brain. You will be rewarded by listening to it. If only we'd spend a bunch of time in the first segment talking about this. With oh, Brad that might have happened. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you're, you're, man, Chris, you're so drunk. Uh, you don't even. Uh, I'm hammered. <laughs> uh, Dream Sphere says, "Hogs of War." It was basically Worms what? 3D before Worms 3D, <laughs> but with pigs yeah. instead, and Rick Mayo voicing 50 percent of the cast. Boy, what that tastes like. I oh, completed my. that game without losing a hog. It took me months. <laughs> Born to grill, baby. A little, <laughs> a little deuce deuce says, Parappa the Rapper. I know it's a bit short and gimmicky, but I had a ton of fun playing with friends, taking turns, passing the controller around. Parappa was also one of the most famous early demos for the PS1, so for me, it will always be synonymous with the system. Little Deuce Deuce, by the way, has a great rap song about the Mighty Ducks. So <laughs> it it's not true. Clearly, got, it got a great YouTube channel, channel in general, but mm-hmm. that... Mighty Ducks one is awesome. Ducks. Uh, Cubby Lover says my favorite <laughs> PS1 game would have to be Tetris Plus. What? Uh, I love the idea of a little guy climbing your Tetris blocks while you cl- while you build, only to have him actually climb towards a spike ceiling that was slowly and steadily lowering. It also had a great wow. multiplayer versus mode and is still the only video game that my mom would ever play with me. Oh. Uh, I had to get my PS1 modded to play this game since the original version was so hard to find because it was re-released uh, with a greatest hits version, but it was well worth it uh, for the hours upon hours of multiplayer madness with my entire family. Yeah, I, I like that oh. game, yeah. I, I want to read this one. Shaxbert uh, says, Final Fantasy Tactics, no question. It took a minute or two to get my head around the ability system, which wasn't helped at all by the worst translated, least helpful tutorial (laughs) system ever. Very true. Uh, but the excellent music and a story full of interesting twists helped see me through. By the end of Chapter 2, I discovered just how easily the game could be broken and had crafted my best starting uh, my starting characters into perfect killing machines. Not that it helped against that fight with Waygraph. Moop uh, says Valkyrie Profile. I remember seeing it on demo at E3 in Enix's booth before they merged with Square, and uh, thought the characters looked really cool. So I bought it when uh, then it came when it came out. Love the character story, combo system, and the ridiculously bombastic voice samples. My old roommate and I still recite the phrase "It shall be engraved upon your soul." Uh, <laughs> it was one of the first video games I can remember that tapped into Norse mythology, which is cool. Chris, and I, I might add public domain. Uh, Chris, I feel like you should appreciate the uh, name of that 
submitter. What's, what's moops. that? Moops. What is moops? That's from Seinfeld. It's moops. Oh, moops. Says moops. God says, says moops. <laughs> I haven't gotten there yet. Ah, oh, said him more. the bubble boy. Uh... <laughs> Paragon Shepard says, Armored Core Project Phantasma. Intense, fast-paced met gameplay that never got the recognition it deserved. I have fond memories of coming home from school to not do my homework and spent hours upon hours in the arena rankings and in the story about (laughs) underground cities and doomsday cults worshipping skeletons on the moon. The PS1-era Armored Core controls are terrible, but the (laughs) PS1-era multiplayer maps still hold up. Uh, Saskatchewan uh, says Spyro 2 Ripto's Rage when I was but a wee lad it Uh. was one of the few video games I owned so I played it a lot (laughs) the game is colorful and charming I recently bought the game uh, and and a PS2 so I could play it again I was not disappointed. Sounds like that's the only PS1 game you have. Baby game. Your favorite one. <laughs> Ooh, I got, I got yeah, the next one, yeah. One. Uh, Humphrey says, Suikoden 2. I had Suikoden 1 thrust upon me by a friend who knew I was a Final Fantasy goon, and I fell in love with it. When I found Suikoden 2 out of Land and learned that I could import my hard-earned perfect save file from its predecessor to recruit my original protagonist, I lost my shit. The story was better. <laughs> the combat was better. The music was sublime, and the characters are so damn likable. Mm-hmm. I still play through it once a year and have a copy in plastic oh, that yeah. I could sell for hundreds on the Electronic Bay. <laughs> my laser time <laughs> handle is even a reference. Uh, when they released it on PSN, I threw my hat up in the air in a frozen time a la Mary Tyler Moore. Nice. <laughs> good, cho- good choice, Master Wesley. Um, I wish Ma- I'd spent the skill points to be able to do that with the hat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Majaro uh, making their first ever forum post says, a Tony Hawk Pro Woo. Skater 2. Many an afternoon were uh, wild away by my brother and I playing this game to the point where we got so bored of the stellar soundtrack that we muted the TV and listened to Nirvana instead. I was only 13 at the time. A <laughs> uh, weird one I have for a soft spot for is Harvest Moon Back to Nature. Uh, was that after the fucking way future Harvest Moon? Where you're, what? Oh, yeah, where you're yeah. growing yeah. human organs? Um, Honestly, they all kind of blend together. I uh, love that so much for reasons I will never never be able to figure out, uh, but that, I suspect, are heavily based on uh, Papuri. Papuri? 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 I don't know if that's, yeah, like, is that a... Papuri! Astro Creep 2000 says, Jet Moto was my favorite PS1 game. My cousin had it, and I would go over all the time to play it with him. (laughs) It was hard as shit, but super fun. One of the best parts of it was that it included all the tracks from Jet Moto 1, so it was like buying two games in one. Yeah, Jet Moto is hella underrated. Not and three, l- though. Three sucks. And lastly, Ghost Baby says, Tekken... <laughs> <laughs> Tekken 3. I love the previous two, but number three had so much more. I got a copy... Oh, wow. I got a U.S. import copy here in the U.K., which was a drama in itself. I played it so much with my brother and cousin trying to learn and pull off every move. The arm breaks and five throw combos I haven't really been matched in fighting games since. Yes, and it's I, got Gone. Only yeah, second game with Gone. Gone. Yeah. I love Gone in that. Who's, it, who the announcer pronounces Gun. Gun. I've heard that from I've heard that from British people I've talked to who, who were gamers in the 90s that mm-hmm. all the US importing they had to do especially for Nintendo games like you'd yeah. if, of American games you'd have to import American games to play a lot of Nintendo Why? games because we'd get it way before Nintendo mm. w- games would come out in the UK. I, see, I did see that. I was looking up Mario World and like, was it, was it like two years after it came out in Japan to come out in the UK? Ooh, that's that's a, crazy. I also really liked uh, Tekken Force in that game. Oh, Tekken Force is fun. I like, Tekken, I, like the, uh, I like the bowling too. Yeah. I love Tekken bowling. I believe that's a <gasps> That lyric. was a Tekken Tag Tournament. It was. 
fine. But it did If we did it as a top ten, Tekken three would probably be like six or seven. It was really good. Yeah. Fantastic arcade port. Yeah, no, added so no, much if more. you played as Eddie Gordo in that game, you were a cheater because he was way yeah. overpowered. Because he wasn't in any future games except until Tag Two, I think. Because mm-hmm. Eddie Gordo was overpowered and broke folks. Mm-hmm. I always played as Lin Chao Yu. Like, I, I really liked her for whatever mm-hmm. weird reason. I like the drunken boxing dude. Yeah, I, that was when I was big yeah. in my Jackie Chan phase. What's the question of the week? If you had to pick one single moment out of the entire Mario series as your favorite, what would it be? Uh, I think I'm just going to be the weirdo who says, Mario Sunshine, when you start mm. pulling the, the tentacles off the giant bloober. Oof. Because that was just Poor like bloober. such a such a nasty turn for Mario. Like, what the fuck are you doing, I man? feel like that's one of those rare Mario uh, divides of nationality, because I think in Japan, like, the idea of ripping... Everybody eats squid mm-hmm. legs. Like, I don't think yeah. it's as big a deal. Like, Americans don't... Well, but they don't generally, like, take a live squid and start yanking its legs off and eating it. I don't know. I've watched, uh, I've watched some episodes of Iron Chef. I mean, I'm not saying nobody does that, but mm-hmm. I'm saying generally, like... Yeah, well, but I think no American does it. No. Uh, that, that was a good one. That's a good one. Um, um, oh, go ahead, dude. Uh, I'm going to say finishing Star Road in Ooh, uh, Mario World. Yeah, uh, I, it, which I it, I didn't I haven't played it in so long that when I finally did again I forgot that it was hard because I loved it, it so yeah, much. It's pretty, mm. and you have to defeat all these awesomely named uh, levels yeah. to do it, like and, tubular and, and the funky. Koopas like start wearing Mario masks. It's, and it's like yeah, it's basically like a weird acid trip for the rest of the game. But I wrote an uh, article on a website about uh, weird things that are oh, very yes. difficult to unlock. And, Don't go looking for that article. Yeah, but uh, someone from Nintendo tweeted, like, I had no idea that this was in Super Mario World, so I felt like mm-hmm. I know a thing about Mario that a guy that works at Nintendo didn't. That is so rad. I remember Don't look all, at this article. I remember all, all those moments. when. No, <laughs> look at the article this week, which is top seven, uh, Mario Worlds outside of the Mushroom yeah. Kingdom. And also the Mario trivia, mm-hmm. uh, X Facts You Don't Know About Mario. I haven't oh, yeah, made that one of the, I don't made, know the number. That was probably one of the facts, wasn't it? Uh, Maybe it is. is now. Put her hat. <laughs> uh, mine, and I, I, I just, I thought it was uh, Mario World level, uh, the second castle, but I think it might be the third, because I tried to replay it recently. Mm-hmm. At, at the end of Mario World's uh, the stages, there's, well, you destroy a castle, essentially. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why, the one where he just runs back and forth with a hammer, and like it just goes... <laughs> it, it made me laugh of tears of sincere non-cynical joy for a very long time and in a pre-YouTube time I would just have to like erase data so I could go back and do that over and over again it made me so happy a a fun fact about those if you play that game with a game genie and you like make a weird effect like Mario's jumps are like twice as high Mm -hmm. they fuck those scenes up really yeah like there's one where he jumps onto like the uh, plunger to blow up one of the buildings he just like goes off screen and like the scene just (laughs) ends It's it not a cinema. It's an in-game awesome. thing. Yeah. Wow. Don't do this. Last time Dave told me something like this, we made a video out of it on our YouTube channel, Dude, which is I don't, Toshin and I, Well, uh, we should look it up. I don't know if anybody's actually like awesome. put this to video. Because uh, it also messes up the, the uh, intro cinematic, you know, like when you're watching the, the track mode. The track mode yeah. So I have a, a, a couple tiny ones. One was when I played Super Mario 3 for the first time, after seeing The Wizard, I was like, Oh, hey, I know this thing. I, I, can I actually 
scrunch down and then mm-hmm. fall through this white block. Oh my god, I did! Ah! Just that it takes a couple, like, mm-hmm. an undetermined amount of seconds at the time. And also, like, is this gonna work? Is this gonna work? Oh my god! Mm-hmm. And also, the first time ever hearing the P power up, or like, the, yeah. the full P meter, like, feels so great, but... Uh, a surprising one of mine actually is just from a couple of years ago. It was in Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon. So, spoilers if you haven't beat it yet, but I don't think you're going to beat it by now. Deck but, of the moon. So, the end of the game, uh, Luigi saves Mario. Mm-hmm. And it's this really touching scene where it's, it's, a, it's a mostly silent cutscene. <laughs> but Mario is saved and he comes out and he says, Luigi, you did it. And then Luigi goes, I, I did it. Oh. <laughs> I'm a sleeper with your girlfriend now. <laughs> Luigi's just Daisy. Should we a swap? Luigi's so For happy. Here on out, I pay you. <laughs> Luigi's, Luigi's so happy to have done it and save the day and just his. Re- I don't know. Look it up on YouTube and watch it. But Charles Martinet's reaction yeah. to it was just so nice. He was like, had to act. I did. I did it. I did it. Uh, it's so cute. And oh. he ends up with his own pet ghost dog at the end, which I hope they keep a lot of Damn it. Yeah, leave me to it. Uh, anyway, yeah, those are both. Go everywhere you want, Mario. Anything you want to do. All right. Well, what is your favorite single moment from the entire Mario series? Let us know by going to lasertimepodcast.com slash forums. Whoever posts first along with the question uh, in the forums gets read first on next week's show. Mm. Or you can comment under the article for episode 129. So that's our show. Who wants to start on plugs? Christopher. Me. Me. Because I have to pee most. Christopher? I drink the most. Uh, I want to plug Laser Time this week. Because it is all about movie soundtracks. Fond memories of movie soundtracks. Songs lock the movie soundtracks. And movie soundtracks we owned. uh, And kind of changed our outlook on music. Because that was how you... And back in the day, other than radio, it's, you would discover new bands based on these little compilation albums. Uh, I want to plug our YouTube channel. We've got a bunch of fun stuff up there right now. Uh, what did we stream today? I already forgot. It was uh, oh, Freedom Quiplash. Planet and Quiplash. Yeah. Fr- Freedom Planet is a game supposedly coming to Wii U really soon, but it started out as a, a, a fan-made Sonic game, and it's really, really? a really good Sonic yeah. game. And then the developer just got a, found a Deviant artist and was like, can I make these characters a star of my game? Yeah. yeah it looks like DeviantArt the game, but it plays like a fantastic Sonic game. It looks like, and it looks like it a looks Genesis amazing. game. Colors and sounds. So if you look for your name, the Hedgehog, in Freedom Planet, is it there? No. no, no, no they, there, there's no I bet there isn't a Hedgehog. <laughs> in the game. I bet there's oh, everything yeah, else. Hey, there's Cape Crisis, the comic book podcast we do every week, and I had on um, uh, probably nobody extra this week, but it was a fun, fun episode, I am sure. Uh, Cheap Podcast, we just put up a new episode this week where we talked about uh, Hulk Hogan and Jimmy Snuka and uh, people who have done some uh, not-so-nice things lately. Mm. And if you donate to our Patreon at the $10 level, you get a wrestling match commentary. We'll have a new one next Monday. And in case you didn't know, yeah, patreon.com slash laser time. Give us some support, guys. Uh, Yeah, physical rewards coming soon, people. Yep. Update them addresses. All right, well, that's been our show. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next week. under my eyebrow and it hurts Ew. that doesn't happen to you gross don't tell us that it has uh, your eyeball has herpes that's uh, the problem right there uh,
I burpees. I wanted it to match my dick. 